Damn. I had to buy perfect. My laptop just cut off out the fucking blue, boy. It's all right, be bop. I was going in, man. I had the ignorant shit playing. That shit been in my head all day. I was finally listening to it. Tell me that Jay Z being a seagull? Nah, nah, nah. Drake Lil Wayne. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm about to have to go get the other laptop. I don't know what the fuck going on with this shit. Um, this shit just, crazy. Just beatboxing. I mean, I was already saying every lyric, so. But this shit is just discouraging because, you know. I mean, I don't like, I don't want to have to get a new laptop again. Goddamn. <clears throat> Again, boy, you broke your laptop? Nah, so y'all know I got Nate a new MacBook, like a brand new MacBook. So I was using her old MacBook. And now this bitch then just then just cut off out the blue on my ass. Yeah. I doubt that that's why though. Probably because you know that should be need updates and shit. You're not supposed to update them old Macs, that make them slower. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna get this bit a couple minutes, man. See what the fuck you got going on, cuz boy, nigga, I have to buy right, man. Y'all niggas bro, don't understand. We done came into some shit, boy. But around hitting the jackpot going into the old days. We done found hits, boy. You already know. We already knew. It's just we forgot about our own hits somehow, some way. Nigga, if I hit the fucking lottery, I'm signing everybody for a million dollars. <laughs> I'm not not even on no not even on no like like I'm giving y'all <laughs> I let y'all boys have a hundred percent creativity whatever y'all niggas want to do so I'm just gonna give everybody hundred dollars to be signed to one label so nobody else can try to sign it. I can ride with that. Nobody, Greg, gonna put us in the three sixty. <laughs> no, I'm not, nigga. Let me gonna put myself in the three sixty because I'm gonna no, you own it. I'm gonna have the same shit. We, it's gonna be us that own it, not just y'all. We, I mean, not just me. All us gonna own the shit. I'm just putting the money up for it. Listen, man, I'm coming to the label telling them we need 20 million a piece. Gonna, them niggas gonna give it to us. We're gonna submit the uh, Old Murder Nation Volume One as the album. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, but you got to re record that bit from the tip of the top. We not, we not even recording. I'm just tell TJ any beat that wasn't made by you or Kyle, just go ahead and remake that bit. There it is. The only song was what? Well, no, Spring Break. Jig, I'm pretty jig, sure. Jig and Spring Break. And Jig, easy as hell to remake. I'm just not gonna put that bit on. I ain't gonna lie. I re- I'll just do a whole other song, boy. I'm gonna ask them boys for the connect. Like, uh, yeah, we need something wiped from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, every sign of that SoundCloud link. Oh. And when you post the sale, like, oh, we don't know nothing about this. We don't know what this is. We don't know what time they can talk about. Bro, the label is going to be in all. Oh, like, Boy, y'all, did, y'all made this album this quick. Dang, relax. Like, Listen, they going to call that shit the Odin sweatshop, boy. <laughs> relax. Man, I ain't going to the label. I'm going straight to Apple Music with Bro, Chris, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm telling you, bro. I said, I'm a, somehow, bro, we're going to come up with a, a contract deal, bro, where all of us is owners of the label. Like, we own a percentage of our label. So nobody else can try to sign us, and we can sign niggas to our shit. But I'm telling you, it will 
it's it's easier to just go to a major label, Greg, and let them do all the work. We need to be the major label. Eventually, nigga, not right out the gate. Yes, if I hit the lottery. Who is famous? But who is gonna who gonna gain the traction for us? Just like oh, bro. we gotta we gotta build a fan base first. We don't got no fan base. just having money ain't gonna get us nowhere. <laughs> Promotions, TJ. We're not gonna be like that nigga Lil Cito. If I I mutilate your face, it's a slimy maneuver. What the fuck? You know that boy not living like that. That boy in Seattle doing drills. That boy is a industry plant. If he blow, that shit gonna be crazy. What that boy said, Greg? If I mutilate your face, that's a slimy maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) Mutilate. A slimy maneuver. Nigga, I know. Look, I'm going to tell you how I know. This will happen, right? Them boys was in school one day. Them boys was in school one day. They said, boy, that boy, that boy, know that boy's kid don't rap. Them boys fucking with him. They're like, no, he can't rap. He can't rap. Them boys get the Lord. Them boys start beating on the table. That boy that, that, that came in there and started spitting some shit he wrote months ago. <laughs> now, them boys, they don't hype this nigga up. Nigga say, if he mutilates your face, now that's a slimy maneuver. We gotta stop, man. This internet shit got <laughs> This shit got chill, bro. I slightly blame TikTok for it. You gotta blame everybody. Blame society. They said if I mutilate your face, when was it like, dog? He don't. You don't even know no killers. <laughs> Damn, I ain't even got my shit on D and D. My sister no more killers than you, man. Hey, Greg. Yo, your sister in South Africa. Yeah, she in Botswana right now. How much did that shit cost? I'm not sure. I know that I know that we had to pay a percentage, and then the school paid a percentage. Cause, bro, listen to this shit, bro. So y'all know that I've been saying for the longest that me and Nay's wedding gonna be in Africa or whatever. So y'all know my ass and research the prices and shit. Yeah. So my mom, I think in 2020 she joined like the grab chapter SG Row or whatever. And they just had like that little, I guess it was a big ass convention in Indianapolis for like all the Divine Nine or some shit. So I guess at that shit, they announced that they were going to be doing like a trip to Africa in 2023. And guess how much they charge him, bro? How much? Now, y'all got to guess first. I'm going to say 15000 Not that yeah. much, nigga. Not that eight. much either. Like 12. Eight. Almost. It's almost eight. Huh? Like seven, seventy-two, seventy-five. It's sixty-nine. Oh my gosh! Hey, Loki, wait, what is a lot of fucking money? I said, what 52. is the what all is covered though? I House don't even board. know, like, but room and board and shit like that. And then, bro, you know, like, I was telling my mom, like, man, you better not fuck around, pay that shit. I was looking at the prices, bro. Do y'all understand? For you to get a Delta One flight, which Delta One is like. It's Delta, of course, but it's an international flight, and you basically get a first class seat and a bed. For that shit round trip, it was like thirty five hundred. No, look, I'm gonna tell you why, Chris, because you gotta remember they not only they not alone just paying for like the travel and all that shit. They tra- they paying for like listen, great. The most expensive thing is going to be your flight because once you get over there, you know our dollar is way more than theirs, so everything else is going to be cheap as hell. 
Bro, but you don't know what they have. How long like, is the trip though? Though you see what I'm saying? Like it could be. A, a Look, it's trip. from it's from Christmas Eve until New Year's. And, no, I think it's December 24th until like January 4th. I think. But Chris, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, bro, they probably not. Like, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what like all the shit the boys gonna be doing, bro. They probably gonna be doing all types of shit. Man, all I know. They trying to get over on the old people, man. They just selling people they're gonna go to Africa for six nine hundred. That <laughs> hey, shit really she, only costs like five thousand, making a smooth two thousand profit off everybody. Say she, say, say she, say she go to that shit, right? They get there and that shit like a fire fest, boy. Yeah, just I. <laughs> oh, they're friends. Hold on, I got, I got, I gotta get the pod started. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, no, I gotta ask my question first before we officially get the pod started. All right, so my introductory question for this pod: If fucks was a duck, how many fucks would you give? It's like, nah. Uh... Oh, I was Damn, I, I, I ain't have one thought out. Uh, it's coming, though. It's about, it's about to come to me like a... Oh, no, I got life. a question. All right, Chris, I got a question. Until you figure your question out. Go All ahead, right. go ahead. If you had if you had the option, right, to travel the galaxy with the alien, but when you come back, your 15 years would be passed. You travel the galaxy for like a year, but when you come back, 15 years would be passed on Earth. What'd you do? Even though it don't matter... What would I be doing on Earth while this is happening? Or I would be gone off of Earth, disappeared type. Hey, you'll be missing time with your daughter. You'll be fucking missing opportunity to, to fucking level up on your career, nigga. Shit like that. So you come said, back after 15 years, how old are you going to be when you come back for 15 years? Like 30-something? You left Earth for a year, but on Earth it was 15 years? Like in the galaxy, you traveling... You traveled oh, the really? galaxy. This already not adding up mathematically. You left. Just know you leave Earth, nigga. And when you come back, fifteen years pass. So you in the galaxy for fifteen years? No, because outside of space, time is different. Is what That's time. what I'm trying to say. You saying time won't feel like a year like, outside you in of space? space up to you in space, you only think it's a year past. But when you come back to Earth. You fifteen years actually passed. I don't know. I, I couldn't do that, boy. <laughs> I, I would not want to go up there anyway, bro. Fuck it, nigga. I don't. Unless, want to unless the alien, the whole universe, on some game for some money, I ain't going. Bro, I'm not doing that shit. Put you on some game. I'm not going up to space for no. But t- imagine like the technology and shit you could see, or maybe possibly even bring back. You don't think that'd be worth whatever money you gonna miss out on, Chris? The you knowledge. 15 years of your life, bro. I'm not really worried about the money. It's more about the peace. Your family, your loved ones, you really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, that too, that too, that too. You there it is. is. Yeah. But he played the fake one, because that ain't. Fake I believe one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to pay the real yeah. fake one, boy. Hold on. What about? I'm going around. Yeah. Going around. Yeah. I didn't even know this was existed, let alone in my library. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, it's recorded. You already know, man. I ain't never heard this before. This song is seven minutes and 20 seconds long. My lord. Remember when we thought Soulja Boy wasn't popping, that boy was dropping a mixtape every two months. There's a lot of songs by Soulja Boy, you ain't here. Hold on, hold on. Double entendre. Me and Bow Wow, we stupid rich. Every time you see me, I got a new bitch. Triple entendre. On. Don't even ask me how. Bow Wow. Come on, Chris. Come on, man. <laughs> we, can't, we, cannot, we cannot carry over that debauchery into this week. <laughs> all right, all right. I got my question. I got my question. So. And we need Officer SB on here in the room. to truly be able to comment on it. But y'all boys can float around it for a little bit till he come back. My question. Would you rather do one full year in jail, 365 days, or be on probation for the rest of your life? And if you fuck up while on probation, you going to jail anyway. I'll do probation. But I, even the slightest, the slightest offense in your ass is going down, TJ, for longer than a year, for at least two years, I should say. Man, Chris, I'm already <laughs> paranoid. I'll be on my P's and Q's anyway. Jaywalking. Yeah, it's gone. That's what I'm on, <laughs> on probation. You get eaten ticket. Is that you go to jail for that? Yeah, any infraction. You got to have a clean record. Well, I will. I will. Now, tell, if, I'm now Cap, nervous. you asking in reality, probation, you get a speeding ticket. I don't think so. I like. I don't think that shit count against you. I think only another felony. But I, I cannot. I am not a lawyer nor a judge. So please, people that are listening, do not take that as legal advice. If you are on probation, see, if you on probation, you already know what you can and can't do. That's on you. But for the sake of the hypothetical, yes, any kind of any kind of infraction with the law. Your ass is going to the slammer for a minimum two years. I'm still taking probation, man. There's too much going on in jail that I can't really wrap my mind around. <laughs> Yo, what you mean? Bro, you got to live on edge every single day, bro. Unless you're already a, a street nigga and you kind of like used to that, you know what I'm saying? You see that type of hostile environment. But other than that, bro, I mean, you can kind of stab it away, but like, that's not a type of stress I'm trying to deal with for a full year. I was about to say, I feel like I can live clean for the rest of my life. But then again, you know, I'm a drug-doing-ass nigga, man. So <laughs> my ass fuck around, slip up, and be fucked over, man. Oh, and then that's another part of being on probation. You know, you got to do drug testing shit. So that shit affect me more than y'all. I probably my ass take the time, man. Do six months, get out good behavior. I'll say you, Kyle. I'm still over here debating. Because I don't do nothing. So, dang. You know what? I do be doing illegality, you know, stealing free books. (laughs) (laughs) Be going to jail for books. For downloading the PDFs. And I I got a follow-up question to this after you answer, Kyle. Um, I I, I think I can do the probation. Yeah, I, I feel like if you don't do the probation, you got to be one of those niggas that already been to jail or some shit. Because 
If you can't believe, if you would rather just go ahead and go to jail as opposed to believing that your ass can just live clean for a year. But then again, you know, I wouldn't want that shit hanging over my head for my whole life, bro. If I go to jail, I'll come back out in state, boy. Hey, but look, though, what if they get you for, like, even the like, smallest stuff, like, like, you use a stolen software on a computer? The boy's tracking I was going the boy come get my laptop, but I got the lime wire on. <laughs> hey, your boy seen LimeWire that made a comeback. Nah, I ain't they trying to sell. They trying to sell yeah, NFTs come, now. Yeah, they coming back as an NFT company. But they came back too late because even that wave done died. So I say, yeah, like I don't even know what they what they going for for that shit. Somebody buy a LimeWire NFT, they deserve whatever money they about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but my follow up question was going to be. What would you be more shocked about? <laughs> them, ni- <laughs> them niggas coming to you because your ass done downloaded some illegal music? Or, I don't know. I don't even got, like, I, I guess that's really my only question. Imagine your ass is in a DJ drama-like situation, bro, where <laughs> you just you got hella. Rico over some mixtapes. Yeah, right, bro. Like, your ass done downloaded all these zip files and shit of albums over the years. Whole time cops been building a case on your ass. Like, oh yeah, he got another <laughs> he got another one. And next thing you know, they just bust down the door. <laughs> Take your hard drive and your ass is in jail, bro. What the fuck did you do? I'd have been like, man, I ain't do that since I was a teenager. So they gotta charge they better charge me as a I would have been like, I wasn't the only person using this laptop. <laughs> Who else was using this, sir? I'm not a snitch. You gonna go to jail? <laughs> Hell no, nah, cause listen, bro, I'm taking that shit to trial, and I'm gonna tell the jury, like, listen, man, y'all cannot prove that I was the only one using this laptop. Simple as that. Y'all see, it got multiple profiles on this shit. <laughs> they go. The <laughs> jury gonna find me not guilty, cause it's not a beyond a reasonable doubt. Somebody in your house gonna go to jail. <laughs> Somebody in that household, boy. They gonna be on it. They not letting it slide, but you gotta say it was gone. I don't know how she. she, she this is smart, babe. You should see him make beats on the stem player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm like, sir. It says here the first download was 2009. <laughs> she was not born until 2022. How do you explain? Time she time. went in and changed the date on the computer. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to do that shit to actually to update the MacBook that then fucking cut off on my ass. I had to go in and like change the date in order for it to be able to access the download or some shit like that. Bro, these MacBooks so overrated, man. Like it'd be cool when you first get it, but then it's like, bro, when it get old. It's, it, 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 just like the iPhones, man. When they make new ones, they gonna find a way to slow down the old ones. That's why you can't update it, like you said, man. And I and I messed up and updated it one time because before I bet that thing was working smooth. Then the last update I did, thing got dirt slow, man. But I'm gonna get a new laptop soon anyway. So, man, I think I just need to cop a motherfucking external hard drive for my shit and start <laughs> saving all my files on there. And I think that'll give me a little bit more longevity because I'm feeling like this shit only it's 
not necessarily on his last legs, but I'm not gonna make it to 100 stem player beats on this bitch. I'm pretty sure, but I'll get in the motherfucking external hard drive. Hey, check it out. So I listened to the last part. I know I don't think y'all talked about the TJ. What was your what's your review on the, the Alchemist? Oh yeah. So overall, I would say pretty pretty good pretty good book. I think the main theme was like. How would you say it? Like, I mean, obviously he was, he was following his personal legend. So like, that was just like consistent theme throughout the book. He like the universe conspires to help you out when you're pursuing that. So I feel like all the little twists and turns, like, was like, interesting to see. Only my only gripe about it was the ending. I'm thinking it's gonna end with him going back to get the get the girl, but it's kind of like it's like a slip, slick like cliffhanger. But like you know what I'm saying, they ain't really complete that part. Nah, because you know the girl was waiting on him, man. She said she was going away, so she was waiting. My dog wasn't he, he, the said, he said he was going back afterwards. He said he was going back, but like I would I wanted to just like see him like actually go back by the end of it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I guess man, overall it was a pretty good book, man. The the part that threw me off a little bit, I guess is the book like allegorical. So like what threw me off was when that boy like turned to the wind. First he had to like talk to the he had like what talk to the sun. They had to like talk to the man upstairs, and he had to talk to the wind. I was like, I that was, was kind of throwing me off, but I guess I, I kind of get the point. But man, the bass on this new Mac get me every time, man. That shit shitting on the other Mac. But yeah, man, the Alchemist. I low key felt like a dick because I forgot about the fact that <laughs> that motherfucking the twenty twenty school year, and they was working for this little program where she was like a high school teacher's assistant uh, and the teacher was making the students read the alchemist and they ass was not fucking with it boy so like <laughs> they had PTSD from it but I just kept telling like you gotta read it you gotta read it it's not the same it's, not, it's gonna hit you different this time but I mean she just she didn't want to read it just because she had already went through three months of a teacher trying to get kids to read it. And she it's, yeah, it's different when you when you force to read it and you go try to find it on your own. That's what I was trying to explain it to her. Like it's a difference between you having to do something and you choosing to do something. It's gonna hey, affect you did differently. They, did they make y'all read that book in school? Cause no. Like because I I heard of it but I never really knew what it's about. But then I asked a couple of my partners for like other book recommendations. I was like I'm reading an alchemist right now. And I want to pause, like, man, I read that in like eighth grade. I'm like, damn, nigga, shit, I, don't, I ain't know about this book back then. Right. But, but yeah, what the alchemist showed me was that I don't think I'm in the place in my life where I can read a lot of motherfucking. I was going to say fiction, but I don't want to call it fiction, but just a lot of shit that's just stories. Like, I feel like I'm more wanting the informational pieces even though it was a lot of information in the alchemist like i hi- I highlighted that was the first time i ever highlighted some shit in a book boy I hell of shit in there. I, I, like i got i got a uh i go on my notes and whenever i see something i just copy and paste it into my so i got chapters and quotes for days from every book i've read so far i got like six six uh things right now because i, I read, like, to be quiet I read like the first page, like the first two pages. That's the dark. That I was like, 
I'm not about to read this shit, man. I'm, yeah. not about, I'm not about to read another story, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie. His, his, his come from a whole different point of view. But it come at the end, it comes full circle to something different. And he ain't looking, he, he don't end up searching for no money or nothing. He already know in his mind he want to, you know, become like a, not a Buddha, but like he trying to become truly one with God. You understand? Like, you know, you know what I mean when I'm saying what I'm saying. So he, but he like, he already a prodigy. Everybody love him. Everybody already think he gonna do it. So he arrogant with it. Like he cocky. Like I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't need y'all teachings. Da 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 da. So he just come upon it on his own. Like it get good towards the middle. It just takes so long to truly, truly start up. And then all of my ears and all that. Like it's it's like it's it's old writing. So when you reading it, it's kind of strange. But once you get once you get to the middle, or once you get once you pass like. Cause he leave, he leave, you know, he leave, he leave his uh his father and um he leave his home and he go become a samana. Then once he once he leave the samanas, that's when it started getting good. When he meet the Buddhas. See, I, I only finished the first two chapters, so I just got to the point where he like he left the samanas and then he about to embark on a new journey. That's that's when it that good. Then he meet he meet the he meet his uh his baby mom and all that. It get real good again. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let man, me intro the wrong, pod please? officially, man. That's this episode eighty three, the one Mike been playing in the background for a little minute. We've been talking for over twenty minutes, so just have to, you know, get that in there. Shout out Nas. Shout out everybody, man. Shout out the boy who wrote the Alchemist, who wrote Siddhartha. Shout out the motherfuckers that be getting the free PDF for niggas, you know. Shout out EPUB when I when I was previously on my PDF game, you know, I would just search whatever the book was, the EPUB, that shit popped right up, baby. PG, PG, man. I feel like they didn't got that EPUB out of here, but we gonna we shall see, man. We shall see. But hey, ever since I started reading these books, especially the books I'm the book I just finished reading, the Four Agreements. I'm like, boy, this Nas. Boy, that thing hitting different, boy. Yeah. I'm like, all this music is hitting so different. <laughs> like, nah, bro, that boy, that boy, what that boy, nah, uh, uh, it's, it's the start of, uh, not moments. But in moments, he said something in there, too. He was like, what you, he was like, Muhammad Ali met his brother, and he told his brother nothing was real. I was like, hold on, boy. It's all an illusion. That's, that's why I'm on. That's that's the type of right now, though. Like I'm really realizing, like, you know, trying, trying to understand what being is. You know, that's now that's all the books I've been reading. That's what they're about. That's what the way the way of liberation. What I sent you about. That's what the four agreements about. I'm on the four agreements companion book right now. So it's basically like a, so the, the four agreements. It tell you four agreements you need to do to, you know, unlock your. To, to get back to to our original state to to break all of the things we learned from our parents and from like society it tell you how to get back to the original state and then in the in the in the companion book it give you practices and things to do like to write down and like study and like to practice every day what to do to to get back to where you at I'm halfway through the companion book now but it, it like it asks you questions that really like real deal, thought provoking the whole time. Like, like what your what what truly brings you joy in this world? That I like I I came across that today, and I was, truly was stumped. Like, like what really like really bring me joy? Like, yeah, talking to y'all, talking to my girl, seeing her smile, and and make 
looking and playing around, but I'm like, what really, really bring me joy? Like, I was, I was, I'm still, still trying to think what really brings me joy on, on a normal basis and trying to see how that, uh, if I imagine that, how can I make that my reality at all times? It's, it's, a whole, it's a whole bunch of stuff going on, you know? Yeah, I already know you on your journey, man. I'm just, I'm a happy brother right now, man. Hey, I got I got one more question regarding the, uh, the alchemist, right? So, uh, like, one of the main things in the, the story was, like, following the omens, right? Yeah. Kind of, like, leading them along, along the way. So, in terms of, like, y'all real life, do you feel like that has been the case? Like, do you, like, do you feel like that's been prevalent, you feel me, over the years? Or you think, like, some things just, like, Happen by chance or like is like is like the path kind of set? Like, what would y'all say? Mm, I think I changed my path, my my path, my path. Not even not even recently. I say because in college, the way I was the way I was treating college, I was I was real deal not gonna be in my field. Like field of journalism. I was, first off, I was gonna drop out of college plenty of times. In the path I was going, I was just gonna be at the post office back at the house. Still stuck at my mama's house, still living in, in the crib with them. Until I really just, just I don't know, I don't even know what came over me. Just like, boy, you need, you need to try. <laughs> and that's it. Once I start trying and really applying myself, actually talking to people, showing them I know what I know, learning from them, you know, and then things start opening up. Now, all right. that's all the omen, them omens in itself, because. First, first, the first time I actually stepped out with a camera and our homecoming, our family homecoming, and and I was scared to even ask the professor to let me shoot something. I was like, he was like, who wanna who who wanna do the uh family homecoming, do the tailgate? Everybody in there quiet. I just raised my hand, I'm like you know what, man, let me let me just try to do something. And the very first time I went out there, I got a job a job offer. If I don't have to do something, he just seen me with the camera and gave me and said, "If you if you want to work, you can come work with me." Man. That was doing the wedding shit, Cam. No, nah, that was that was before then. That was uh, cause I cause I didn't take the job. That's he he was in Atlanta. Mm. He was he was, but he it just let me know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, better opportunities gonna come. Most stuff gonna keep coming. Right, right, right. Shit, TJ. I say, well, what I what I believe is everybody's higher self already ordered a step. So it's just you gotta everything is our everything happens on perfect timing. Like that's why that's what it's saying. It may not come when you want it, but it's always on time come from because so yes, there's omens, I feel like, but I also feel like literally everything you can look at anything as an omen like you can you can take anything in your life that happens and look at it as an omen because the way your life is set up it's already set up for you to hit like certain benchmarks at certain times and yeah so like so just based off of where you are in your life you can look around you and say oh when that person did that that was an omen to get me to this right here so so yeah i just feel like like of course we have free will, but at the end of the day, yo, like everything has already been written. It was written. 
Like it's already it's already set in stone. Whatever the fuck's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen on perfect timing, and it's all gonna make sense once it do happen. Man, like I would say, like the whole like fate versus free will thing, bro. It's like, if, like way back in the day, I'm like, man, like you you were up in church. They like, you know, God already know your steps before you take them. So it's making it seem like you know, like your path already defined, like from the jump. But then, as you get older, it's like, okay, God, like, gives you free will to, like, make your own choices. So, if that was the case, like, if your path already set, then, like, that would kind of conflict with the idea of free will. But now, I would say, man, it seemed more so, like, intertwined. So, it's kind of like, okay, you got free will, but then, like, your fate is just pretty much, like, the best case scenario of each of your decisions. So, it's like... Like kind of Kyle saying like his path like changed based on what he was doing before to like how he was able to like switch it up and kind of get on track. So I be thinking about like the past like like six or seven years, right? And like all the moves I made in terms of like moving from like Tampa to Miami and then going from like Miami to prep school. I was like not really like the, the Miami move. It wasn't really my decision. I wasn't, like, super pessimistic about it, but I wasn't, like, excited. Like, I wasn't trying to leave Tampa. But, boom, it worked out. I ended up being, you know what I mean, Kyle and Greg, and, boom, going to prep school. Wasn't really excited about that. Then along the way, I meet, you know what I'm saying, rail and bam. And then eventually, you know, like, it's like every every move I make to where it's, like, I'm sort of thinking of it from a negative standpoint. Or like, I'm not super excited about it. Like, it kind of just add more puzzle in terms of, like, the things I've been truly wanting, like, in terms of like the music and the creative side, like so, it's like all these, all these, all these pivots where it's like, man, like I'm really like not, I'm like I'm worried about it or I'm not really rocking with it. It's like somehow it kind of like adds to the, the bigger picture in a way that like I could have never anticipated. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's just been weird. And it's, and and the real reason we haven't feel when we making all these moves and stuff is because learning about this book of law we don't built in our brain. Of all the all the judgments and, and and everything that come from fear, like any any thought you have and and act you want to act out on, and you feel fear or, or any type of bad negative emotion, is coming from that book of law. You you judging yourself. Yep. You doubting yourself. It's you know? your ego. It's your ego trying to slow you down. Like when people mm-hmm. think that ego, they always think of it as like self confidence and shit. But really, all your ego is is your sense of self. Mm-hmm. So. If you feel like deep down for whatever, like due to whatever happened to you when you was a kid or whatever, most of the time, you don't deserve some good shit happening to you, like your ego would try to reinforce that. And that's what Kyle is saying. That's where that fear creep in. Like when you feel like shit is going too good or like you'd have made too good of a move, like this shit feel too good to be true. Like all that feeling is, is your ego trying to tell you like, nah, nigga, no. Like you already know this shit ain't going to go good. It's just, It's basically... It's you trying to stop you from becoming the greatest you. Yeah. But that don't make sense because, I mean, why would you want to stop yourself from becoming the greatest you? But when you become the greatest you, your ego ceases to exist. You no longer have an ego. You're an egoless person. Exactly. So in order for your ego to survive, it's going to try to get you to, you know, not fully embrace what you are. So you, so you can still be that motherfucking kid that was called fat or that kid that was whatever, like some shit that fucked up, fucked you up so much. And you just, you internalized it subconsciously. And now 
that shit they it eat away, it eats away at you and you don't even know type shit. And that's where like meditation comes into play, where you know you can go into your mind and figure out like what's the roadblocks in your mind that's stopping you from actually being able to do something or from that stop you from maybe pursuing something you want to pursue. Side note, boy, yesterday I meditated for the first time, bro. It felt like no, no lie, no lie. Midway through my meditation, because when I when I read the the way of liberation, it's you meditate, try your best to think of nothing. Try your best to clear yeah. your mind. So thoughts was running through, and then out of nowhere, I literally thought of nothing. But when I was meditating, I had headphones in, I was listening to like sounds of the ocean and the desert. So midway through, it felt like I was in the desert. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Like you know that. what you got to meditate to? That Stevie Wonder Secret Life of Plants. Try it, boy. I'm telling you. Really, I was trying to. I wanted. I want to do it with like complete silence. But Kedra was playing music in the shower, so I was like, "Yeah, let me let me just put these headphones in real quick." But I'm trying. I want to be able to do it without without like having the headphones or anything. Just want to sit down and be able to do it. But I know I got to work my way up to that. Like when I was doing that, I was like, like I was like, I truly zoned out. I was like, "Boy, it don't feel like I'm in the apartment." Building that mind, man. That shit is beautiful. Like, nigga, your journey over this last month, man. I'm, you don't know how proud I am, nigga. That shit is just because I was afraid that, uh, like, it was just going. I was going to be on the journey alone, man. And you niggas wasn't going. You all, it wasn't going to hit y'all what I was trying to say, but it hit in perfect order, man. It hit. It hit when it's time to hit, and it's going to hit for everybody else when it's time to hit. So. It was just, you know. I ain't even gonna stress about it no more. Hey, That's, bro, but I like I ain't wanna keep talking about it. I keep trying to feel like I'm forcing it on everybody to be better. But I'm like, it ain't cause it ain't my place, you know. Everybody do things on their own time. Exactly. That's that's what I like. I gotta get better at understanding that shit. But it's just like when you come into some shit that you know is life changing, bro. Yeah, you wanna share. You wanna share, you gotta spread the word. Yeah, I mean, you do you do all you can do, and hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I'll try yeah, to go ahead, go ahead. Well, uh, I'll be real quick, and you can go to it. I'll try to tell my granddaddy, I'll say, Yeah, I've been reading books about enlightenment. This man talking about, Yeah, you need to know about the computers. I said, All right, the <laughs> 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 technology, yeah, because technology changing the world. I said, Yeah, yeah, granddaddy, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, go ahead, T. I was just gonna say, man, that boy Chris did spark a little enlightenment, man. I, I gotta give him his credit, even though it's still certain things we go bump heads over. Cry, you not on an Instagram chat, but like, bro, Chris sent the um, he sent a video of a dude doing telekinesis with like a piece of foil, but then like me and Greg, me and Greg was like, me and Greg was like, man, you can't do no telekinesis. So they're like, <laughs> I'm only laughing because y'all boys crazy. Loki, I don't came a lot. I was, I, I semi was already open minded to most of the stuff, but now I'm, I'm in the point. I'm not, I'm not in no. You're not going to doubt nothing now, nigga. Because we ain't supposed to be judging nothing. Exactly. Now. You just, it is what it is. You, I ain't judging it. nothing. I'm like, if he said he could do that, 
That's what he said he could do. That's what he could hey, do. Hey, but Chris, Chris was like low key riled up, bro. Because <laughs> these niggas wasn't getting it, man. Because I was like, I basically was saying what you were saying, Kyle. Like, just because when you, when TJ did it, TJ wasn't using telekinesis, don't mean when this nigga did it, he wasn't using telekinesis. There's more than one way for you to do some shit. And if this nigga say he been training his mind to do telekinesis, and this is the proof that he can now do some light telekinesis shit. Then who am I to say that he's wrong? Who am I to say that he's lying? I don't know. I'm saying like if you if you like this, you even if you you could understand something and still go against it. Basically, that's that's why I'm as well. I'm like if he if they say they can do that, they, then they can do it. But I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna Yo. say. I want to jump in and do it. What's good, Tim? What's good? What's good, y'all boys? Y'all not talking about that shit that y'all posted in the chat with the aluminum foil, is y'all? That was Chris on my. I just had to reference it real quick, man. That was a side. (laughs) It was a little side though. I was just saying, I was saying Chris gonna spark a little enlightenment with with enlightenment within the group. But I just had to say, we still it's still certain things we ain't gonna we ain't seeing out of our own just yet. And that was just a recent example. Chris, can we acknowledge that 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 wind can move that little bit of paper, that little bit of aluminum foil? Of course, as long as you acknowledge that telekinesis could also possibly move. There's more than one way for the foil to move. The only way for the wind is not the only way for the foil to move. So why brain move like a water bottle, bro? Because his powers ain't there yet. He been he started. See, I was, and I was thinking, I'm like, bro, if you would have picked up a pencil, I, I would have shut up. Like, if you yeah, like a, a pencil, pencil bro, like a something that's, that that cannot be moved with the wind, bro. Because I could do that in front of my towel, and my towel will move just a little bit. And just like I said to TJ, you wouldn't be using telekinesis. You would be using whatever method you already know to be using. I'm sure this nigga could have did it with way more force and made that shit fly across the countertop or something. But instead, he just slightly moved his hand and it slightly moved. And he said that was him using telekinesis. Maybe he felt devil's advocate. Maybe he felt that if he did do it like that, people would be like, oh, that's just the wing. So he did it slightly to trick everybody and trick you. I, I no, I, I get I get what Chris saying. It's just like I ain't, I can't all the way song. agree, I'm but I get where you're coming from. But one thing I want to say before we got too too far from TJ's initial question of kind of fate versus free will, I believe I feel like fate is you following your heart, and then free will. It's not you necessarily ignoring your heart. It's like you letting the world kind of stray you off the path of you following your heart. And, like, your quality of life, so to speak, will kind of reflect if you're doing what you, quote-unquote, supposed to be doing. Like, I I guess I feel that way, but I'm not all the way sure about it quite yet. But that that's where I am right now in terms of if you're following your heart, then you, like, your quality of life, you're not really going to have to worry about nothing because you're following your heart. So, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing at the end of the day, but... If you still out here, you're not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing type shit, you just floundering through life, then your life is kind of going to reflect that until you find what you're supposed to actually be doing. Honestly, right now, as we speak, none of us ain't got no true free will right now still because we still, like I said, we still got that ego in us. We, We ain't fully break free of that yet. Once we break free and understand what being really is and what we truly are, then you know, 
we can we can master that master the intent. God damn, Miles. Now, Kyle, listen to this. I feel like ego is necessary to keep us grounded. You just got to understand that you are not your ego. Your ego is a facet of your human life, but your ego is not you. It's just a part of you. Like that's where that's where niggas fuck up, where they start to believe that they are their ego versus you know their ego is just a part of their whole package. So, for example, sometimes you gotta puff out your chest, you know, in order to accomplish something that you want to accomplish, or sometimes you gotta have that. I don't want to say that self-doubt, but you got to have, you just got to have your ego sometimes, but you can't let your ego dictate your decisions type shit. You just, you have to understand what your ego is and you have to be able to identify it as opposed to just acting and moving and not knowing that you're using your ego, not knowing that your ego is taking the lead. Like you got to be able to acknowledge it. I don't know. I'm knowing if you, if you moving with pure love and your spirit and your body, you go. You're gonna be able to say yes and say no, and do what you need to do, and do what you don't need to do. You know what I mean? So I don't know. They go hand in hand a little bit. If I may um, interject, um, I don't honestly um, agree with that, Chris, about ego. I feel like when you talk about fate and free will, because um, just speaking from my personal experience, I don't feel like I ever walked around with an ego. I'm I'm very talented in certain things, and even when I try to teach people, um playing with toys and showing people stuff. I don't never carry no ego, but I'm I'm pretty dope in that. Your definition of ego as well. You think Yeah, we're so, not so, talking about right, ego right, in terms of being egotistic. So tell me what y'all talking about then. So your ego, the ego that we're talking about in terms of, well, what we're talking about in terms of ego is just your sense of self. How you look at yourself and it's basically something that's been built within you and your subconscious mind since you're a child. And it's based upon childhood. Everything your parents instilled in you, everything your parents taught you, everything people told you about yourself, everything you think, what you thought was think is right. All right, well, disregard my statement. But what you were saying still isn't wrong because the fact that you move throughout your life without showing a big ego or whatever that just lends credence to you know you you already have a pretty decent sense of self in terms of you know you know not to get too big or whatever like that like you know not to puff out your chest unnecessarily and shit yeah it's a time and a place for that exactly and that and that's kind of what i was just saying to kyle like there's a time and a place for ego but right you have to be able to understand that you are not your ego yeah Cause I feel like it's a time where you do have to have to show people that you the shit, and it's a time where instead of showing a person a meaning, when I'm saying showing them like stepping on their neck, it's a time where you pick that person up so they could get on your level. For the ones that want to reach out and be picked up, but everybody can't be picked up. You feel me? Mm, I don't necessarily think think it's a time and a place for that. To be honest, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just in a I'm just in the mindset of. If if you if you if you like I said moving with pure love and all that, you don't have to do that because you already you understand that they where you where you where they need to be, and they ain't they ain't they ain't, they ain't woke yet. I ain't even gonna say woke in the sense of how people you know new age people say woke. Yeah, 
they spirit ain't where where it need to be. If your spirit, if you intact with your spirit, nothing another person do can even bother you. You don't have to prove nothing to another person. You don't have to show nobody else because you know what's up. That's true. I understand what you're saying, but in the same breath, it could it just it just could go both ways. Everybody have a nigga moment, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's it that's could go we, both ways. That's, that's what I don't. What saying. But you don't need what you don't need to have. You don't need to be if you because if you get to the point where you understand what you truly are, you ain't gonna never need to. Feel There's nothing else to prove. Else. But one thing I done learned, bro, <laughs> when you moving with love, bro. You're going to be surrounded. When you're moving with love, life is going to send nothing but, but motherfucking, um, um, what's the people proper word? You don't try to, like, people and things to try to bring you down. Yes. But that's so all you're going to be surrounded by, by people that, that's not like you. Put it like that. Because I believe that opposites attract. Because, um, not to get into another conversation, but, we all know people who, who, who are good when it comes to relationship as far as girls and they get a nigga that's just a dog and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Life, I feel like opposites do attract. So when you out here moving wholeheartedly and with love, you're going to be surrounded by snakes and people that just ain't shit. Just like um, how they say the good die young. People that I know that die young, they was actually good people. I can't say all of them. But they was actually, majority of them was good people that I could think of from my childhood. Like, they wasn't green, they wasn't flawed, and then the flawed niggas, they still here. Alright, listen to this, though. So, opposites do attract, and it's scientifically proven, but it's not necessarily on the level that you're thinking. So, one of the most, one of the earliest things that any motherfucker learned in science is when you playing with magnets, the two positive sides, they push each other away, right? But, yeah. the, what, but what do the positive side and the negative side do? They come together. They attract. So when a quote-unquote good person or whatever, they're giving off. Uh, like, I always get fucked up right here. Like, I always, I ne- I'm never sure which terminology to use. But when I say it, it's going to make sense. So if you are a good-hearted person, that means you're constantly giving off negative ions and attracting positive ions, I think. No, no, no. I think it's the other way. If you're a good-hearted person, you're giving off positive ions and you're attracting negative ions. And then when bad shit happens, that's you having an imbalance of the positive ions or some shit like that. But on a molecular level, just going back to like molecules and cells and shit and just proving with the magnets, yes, opposites do attract. That's why at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a man and a woman because a woman is negatively charged and a man is positively charged. So when we come together, that makes it balanced. That makes it stable versus, you know, a woman and a woman would be two negatives. A man and a man would be two positive charges. That's not stable. It's not a stable relationship. It's it's just not. It's not. I mean, on top of it, not being natural or whatever. But even then, to an extent, like, before we was in human bodies, we was uh, asexual. So everybody is already a transgender, so to speak. But just the shit that's manifesting down here, that shit is manifesting in a fucked up way. But that's beside the point anyway. But just understand man and woman, positive charge, negative charge. So yes, opposites do attract. 
I got to do some more research on that. Not about the opposite to track part, but asexual and, and that other stuff. Well, because, Tim, remember what I was telling you last time? We devolved from pure spirit. Yeah, so, spirit, I believe that. But spirit is not male or female. Spirit doesn't have a gender. It's both. It's, andro- it's, it's asexual. It's androgynous. And when spirit wanted to come and experience a human life, it created its own body. Like, it did what it did, and that's how humans got here, whatever. So, I don't know, well, I I don't know about that. But, I don't know about what that. You say, but God is genderless. Would you say God God genderless? He's not you a, ask, a woman. You, right? you talking to me, or are you talking to everybody. Uh, everybody? Say that one more time, then. Is God genderless? I feel like God I don't think woman, so. Honestly. God, like, God, God is, is energy, woman. man. So that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like but you have had your to... masculine energy and your feminine energy. I feel I'm... like we had to put a God. We all, we all, our spirit comes from God. We yeah. all, we all part of God. So going off that, I don't, I don't even know if it's a gender or not. In that, now and like, they do say male and women and blah blah blah. But the I don't fem- the feminine God? energy is the oldest energy because you know, like one of the oldest sayings is out of darkness comes light. So what comes out of a woman? Well, I mean, if a, a woman would have had to been the first person in order for a man to be born type shit. So it with that being the case, that would have to mean God is a woman. Because I mean, a man can't procreate. You can't. So, a man can't. Would you? So what you trying to say? God made the woman with a baby already in it, in her. Because how did the woman have a baby? Well, they say that women are able to have babies without men, but they just don't want women to know that shit. Because then it will fuck up the whole patriarchal system. So I mean, we've seen animals be asexual and reproduce so it's not far-fetched that maybe at one point in time we could do it as well I'm, I'm looking for this one thing bro it relates to this conversation so just but i want to i want to stay with that out of darkness comes light shit because that leads y'all that leads us to so many other avenues but it also reinforces you know the negative and the positive shit that i had just said previously because Woman, like I said, women are the negative charge, but that, like, I don't, the we so fucked up down here, as soon as I say that, it registers with some people that that means women are negative and men are positive, but that's not, like, we need each other to be a balanced, stable entity or whatever, but women are negative, men are positive, women are darkness, men are light. So, like I said, out of darkness comes light. So, it's always... Women will always predate men. But the reason why society's so fucked up right now is because everybody's only preaching about the light side. And they're disregarding the darkness that the light came out of. And that's kind of indicative of society right now because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the men is running shit and them niggas don't give a fuck about what the woman got to say about it, basically, and that's proof of Roe versus Wade or whatever you want to say, whatever. But and this shit really goes 
into, you know, the whole Baphomet and just, you know, black magic and shit. All that shit is rooted in dark side energy. But we've been taught to believe that dark and negative is bad as opposed to dark and negative being the balance to, you know, the light side and positive. So what's y'all's thoughts on that? Mm. I know that shit, it's a lot. I just said a lot. They were just kind of like react, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, you know, I don't already kind of like, we done kind of talked about how, you know, like you done mentioned before how like the concepts of like good and evil is subjective, you feel me? And it, it's been like a little bit of like disagreeance on that. So, like, I guess with this, it's kind of like, I don't know, man, like, I'll say this. Like I'm still like a lot of like my views in terms of the world is still gonna be like built under the context of Christianity. So it's like it's still certain stuff like I'm just never like it, it's gonna take me a while to like really reconsider it from like what you're saying. You the crazy me, like, though, what he's saying is in the Bible too. It's just how you interpret it and how you actually read and see what's going on. Cause some of the books I've been reading. They they refer back to uh, texts from from the Bible, from things that they said Jesus or Peter and all these people said, or they'll go back to the Quran. They'll go to all these places because they all come from the same thing. All religion yeah. comes from. It stem from one one tree, yep. one one set of knowledge, and then the people diff uh people just different um create their own like strand of it. It differs from one another, but it's all tied to the same thing. But um, Chris, I got a question for you. But um, you ever heard of God's fingerprint? Nah, talk about it a little bit. The Fibonacci sequence. Nah, I haven't. But I may, I'm about to, I might have heard of it under a different name. You just gotta talk about it soon. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's this sequence. People say your third eye. You can find <laughs> it everywhere. What I ain't, I ain't catch that. Say that one more time. I just said mm-hmm. You said the third eye. Okay, so when people refer to the third eye, they talking about a gland. Don't quote me on the gland. I can't remember the exact the name. It's that one right there, the penal gland. Pineal. Pineal gland, penal gland, whatever you, whichever way you want to pronounce it. <laughs> okay, the way that it forms, the way that it forms, that's supposed to be God's fingerprint. That mm. it, it curves like a little, like a spiral. You can find that. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh that boy broke up. Between the time. last two seconds. The, boy, the, the evil spirit's trying to get you, boy. The Illuminati don't want us to win. Right. Um, they ain't want you dropping the knowledge. You got to repeat yourself. Good. All right. So this is called God's fingerprint. I'm going to tell y'all how deep this is. I found this out when I got into crypto and to the stock market. It's in the stock market. It's everywhere. All right. So in the stock market, it's a certain level that well before i get to the stock market let me finish what i was talking about all right so the penal gland the way that your brain forms it forms around the penal gland that's when people be like oh the third eye okay if you look at a sunflower if you look at the way that people build buildings it's all formed in the same sequence and you know how they say god is everywhere 
and God play a role in everything. I mean, if you would microscope, not microscope, but put a dragonfly wings underneath a microscope or flies wings underneath a microscope, you will see the same spiral on their wings. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all got to watch the YouTube series. I only watched like a couple documentaries, but I got into it playing in the stock market. So <clears throat> how it ties in into the stock market is basically the stock market can only rise to this certain amount of this point right here. So when you're doing stocks and this and that, and you're like, damn, I wonder what this is going to jump up to. You have like a margin of what it can possibly go in. And people say that's God's fingerprint. It's the same spiral. Yeah, I can't really explain it how I want to, but I can provide some content in the group. I'm, 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 I'm visualizing what you're trying to say through the uh, with the stock market thing, at least. I got that. It's I'm, real I'm, deep. I'm saying what you're saying. You're saying that shape, that whatever that shape is, yes. you see it wherever. You I see know. it in everything, in everything. The name of this episode about to be motherfucking Enlightenment Pod. The deepest. I ain't gonna say this the four hour. We ain't even getting no conspiracy shit or nothing. Just straight dropping knowledge and information for the listeners, man. I can't wait till we get the soundboard. That shit getting round of applause. I don't care how many episodes (laughs) from now it is. I'm gonna be like episode eighty three when we (laughs) when the whole first hour was just straight enlightenment. Round of applause. Hey, bro. I really. It's crazy. I really ain't been cursing. Not today. I almost let it out, boy. That God of War, boy, that thing was pissing me. Oh, but I'm in here. But because cause I already done beat the game, but it's a whole bunch of side missions in the game. So you gotta you gotta power up to beat these little I think you seen me and Greg talking about the, the Valkyries or whatever. Yeah. I, I fought the first one in the beginning of the game. Like and if you meet you you see her in the middle of the game, you don't even know it's a side mission. You just break into this room and walk in there. You got your film. So Yo. I walk in the room, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. I'm teeing off on this girl. It ain't doing nothing. She hit me two times. I'm dead. I'm like, hold on, hold on, boy. Hold on, what you talking about, my boy? <laughs> that God of War. You said God of War? Yeah. Oh, you play the game now? I play, I've been playing it. I only buy, I only play Madden. What I just got, you I, got? A P4. You know I got a P4, Tim. You been telling uh, me to get on Warzone for Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Calm down. I'm thinking you made up an upgrade. Just chill. Just chill, all right. Upgraded, boy. Um, I just, I thought you had a P5. I almost you, got happy and was you about think, to say. You, you think I'm gonna spend seven hundred dollars on PlayStation? That's you know, only five. It's only five. Go on, go on, go on Walmart.com right now. Wait, send who a P5? Go on Walmart.com right now. That on thing Amazon, it's four nine four hundred and ninety nine dollars. They price match. Best Buy, Target, price match with Amazon. I'm gonna see right now. Regardless, I ain't spending that. All right, well, just say <laughs> it. All right, I might have thought you. I just thought you bought a game, my, my boy. That's all. My apologies. Damn. Uh, uh, but going back to what I was saying. All right. I was playing the God of War. That thing was pissing me off today, but I almost let out the F word. I said, "Fuck!" <laughs> I had to stop. That boy said, "La la 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 la." I truly stopped myself, but I'm like, "Boy, I can't do this, bro." Let me cut the game off, boy. I'm about to piss me off, boy. Hey man, Kelly just reminded me of something, and I feel like my, I don't know. We might have spoken on it before, but I don't know. But like, because I know you've been trying to avoid the profanity, or you have been avoiding the profanity for the past like week or so. 
three like, weeks. Have y'all three weeks? So, have y'all heard like the um the concept of like the English language being like a spell? No, not not necessarily English language. I've been hearing all language. Well, the, just the words we use. I want yeah, to like. Um, Till, like yeah, the, uh, it's in here twice. Hey, it's because he left. Twice, it's because he left. He went and sent the video. You can hear us not tell him. Yeah, I can hear. It ain't no echo. Right. That's way better. But I had sent y'all the video, not to cut y'all off. But I'm gonna say this last thing about that. That that sequence that I sent in the chat, God's fingerprint is found in everything, like from a snowflake, from the seashell, and everything that even how they build skyscrapers, how they build buildings. How they how they sew clothes is found in everything. Hey, Tim, that's a good ass point. Cause I want to say I just seen a fucking video on Twitter probably two weeks ago, and if it wasn't a snowflake, it was something like that where they just kept zooming in on the snowflake, and eventually that shit started to look like the motherfucking like a universe type shit. Watch bro. the video, bro. Even how they advertise, like you know how you drive and you see movie posters. How they advertise the movie poster, the sequence is behind it. So when you staring at it, you still seeing the sequence. Mm. It gets real deep, bro. Like when I say real deep, it's crazy, bro. The crazy like, once you watch do, this video, they, do you think the people consciously doing that, or they they don't even know that they? I don't think they consciously do it, bro. I think it's nothing but God, because you know how they say God is everywhere. Yep. And God, God makes everything. It's just God's. Only way you can make shit is with with God. Little do you know how you forming this, God touching it. That's why they call it God's fingerprint. To me, to me. Yeah. But, um, I mean that's valid. Watch. Yeah. I think y'all should watch the video. It, you're gonna be intrigued. It ain't none of that heebie-jeebie conspiracy stuff. Like there's scientists that's gonna go. They gonna pull up a leaf and <laughs> zoom in on it with a microscope. <laughs> microscope. They gonna pull up a dragonfly. They gonna zoom in on snowflakes, and y'all gonna see the scientific proof behind what I'm saying. So you know what I mean? Just look into it. It's an interesting thing, and then we can, you know, part about it next time as well. I'm, I'm I don't judge no more. So uh, I, I got no problem doing that. As long as I ain't, as long as it ain't got nothing to do with no gossip. I, I look. At nah, nah, nah. I don't talk about no. Like gossip. I'm, I'm already knowing, but I'm saying if, like, if it ain't got nothing, that I'm, I'm open to anything that's not gossip. All, up <laughs> all right now i want to have this had this other conversation a little story time it ain't no gossip it's just a, a encounter a <laughs> situation i encountered me personally you feel me go ahead all right so you remember a couple days ago maybe a couple weeks ago we were talking about plan b's and all this this that and the third right oh here you go <laughs> And some people was like, yeah, man, shorty going to take that plan B. Shorty going to do this. Bruh, that shit does not work out all the time. That's all I'm going to say. It does not work out all the time. I, know, I, we, we under, I understand. So, I'm going to disclaim out for whoever listening to this video. I'm a single man. This happened before I was talking to any of y'all or whoever listening and may know who I talk to. And I ain't talking to nobody. I'm single. Single as fuck. Lost, boy. What? Yeah, yeah. I just got to put out a disclaimer, man. All right. So I'm talking to this shorty. We've been kicking it. We've been vibing. I ain't talking to her like talking to her. We in a relationship. We just cooling it. I text Seeing her, where it goes. Huh? I said, seeing where it go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm vibing. Long story short, you know, me and little mama, we we, we doing our little one-two every now and then. I might hit it. You know what I mean? She come in town. I'm going to go slide with her, pull up with her. We going to chill, do our thing. Little mama been pro plan B from the jump, pro abortion from the jump. I'm going to be real. I always, my personal personal preference, I always been against abortion. I grab a plan B with the quickness, but I feel like once that life is created, hey, that's it is what it is. I just got to step up to the plate. That's my personal personal perspective. Now, when does creation start for you? When does it start? Yeah. When she says she's pregnant, nigga, and the test and the test so positive, and she go to the doctor like that right around now. I ain't talking about no plan B. Plan B, she done conceived. Like, nah, nah, nah. If the plan B done got rid of that, the plan B got rid of that. But I'm talking about, like, your shit done came up late. You go to the doctor because you throwing up or, or your shit ain't came in two, three months. You know what I mean? That yeah. type of late. So, um, my mama been pro-abortion. And so I had told her from the jump, like, yo, that ain't something I believe in. Because, you know, we conversate before we started kicking it. She just started liking the nigga flow. So then the mama, like, this another thing. The mama, like, she told me on a fucked up day, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm such and such. I'm pregnant. Tell your, tell your, tell your, tell your bitches that, 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 um, that, that you got a baby on the way. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, real deal, what are you talking about? It caught me off guard because I had cut little mama off. Like, wasn't fucking with her at all. So she hit me up out the blue with that shit. So I thought she was pulling my leg. You know what I mean? I'm thinking she fucking with a nigga because she want to get a nigga back and she just want to ruin a nigga day. Little mama was dead ass here. So I thought. So, you know. I done convinced her to come back down to the crib, convinced her to come down to the crib, this, that, and the third, so she could take a test. Little dude, she knows she thinking she just coming to chill with me. Well, I went to Walmart. I bought about 15 tests, and I'm not exaggerating the number. I bought 15. I bought five different fucking brands. I bought the cheap ones. Somebody dropped ones. the bag on the test. Bro, I spent, like a, <laughs> I spent like a good $70 on tests, bro. I ain't even going to flush. Did you use all or did you go get a refund? Huh? Did you use all the tests or did you go get a refund? I used every single one. Damn, she pissed that much? Bro, I made her piss in a cup and you dip it in the cup. I had her piss in front of me. So check this out. The first test, she she pissed on the stick. And you know if you hold the stick wrong, you fuck up the test or it can show markings. Boy, that shit showed markings on the test. My heart liked to drop. My heart like to drop, man. I almost fainted in that bitch. So, so then I started to sweat, right? So that was just the first test. So I'm like, all right, I got 14 more. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. She don't know I got 14 more because I brought my bag to the table. So I'm like, I'm on this bitch. Like I'm about to see what's good. So I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, you got a piece of more? She like, nah. So the whole time I'm in that bitch, I'm mad because I'm like, damn, I don't know whether this bitch just fucked this up intentionally, if this shit is real or whatnot. I'm in that bitch giving her bottles of water after water after water after water. So the whole, like, hour later, two hours later, she's like, oh, I got to pee. I said, all right, I got this cup right here because we were drinking liquor. I said, I got this cup right here. 
boom, pissing his cup. Bro, I stood in front of her, watched her pee in the cup to be sure. Took the cup like I was a damn doctor doing a drug test. Dipped that little stick in there, read the instructions, placed it down sideways, waited for it to appear. No lines. So I said, all right, that's one down. I got 12 more to go. <laughs> I did that shit for all 12 tests. Tell me how all them shits came back negative. Hey. Came back negative. And you know what the girl was saying when the first test was so positive and when my heart dropped? She was like, she was like, oh, yeah, I was pro-abortion and this, that, and the third, but I'm thinking I want to keep it and this, that, and that. And I was sitting here like, not, miss, I'm pro-abortion and now I got to change the heart. Well, not I mean, you. it's a good thing if you, cause yeah, if, yeah, you're yeah, not, yeah. if you're not with it, then, you know, it would have been a simple thing. Yeah, 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 but hold on. This way it get mischievous. This was nothing but God, bro. This where this shit get deeper than rap. Little mama, so we arguing, we arguing, right? And she was like, oh, I'm so, like, after she took the other 12 tests, after I did the other 12 tests and them bitches came back, nigga, we got into arguing because I was like, you fucking lying. I'm going to call it how I see it. Like, if you lying, I'm going to call you a lie to your face. I ain't got to say it in the text. I ain't got to say it behind your back. I'm going to say exactly what I got to say to your face. So I told her about herself. In a respectable way, but I did say you a fucking lie. So, um, so mama was like, oh, oh, I'm so glad, glad I ain't pregnant, because if I was, you'll never see that baby this, that, and the third, because she live in a different state. So I'm just like, oh, shit, your true color's coming out, nah. I'm like, nah. So, so I had asked her, so I said, oh, you really mean this shit, or is this just you caught in the moment? She's like, I'm dead ass serious and this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? I'm like, I ain't did nothing to you to make you even feel this way. And I know I ain't going into detail because we on the pod. But later on, one-on-ones, I'll tell you into full detail what, what transpired. Just the, the gist. Don't trust these hoes. Stay strapped up because they can say one thing. And when shit hit the fan, the hoes going to flip a script on your ass. And... That's that, bro. That's that. All right. So, some big news from this week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chris, I like how you transitioned from that. So, you know, some kids, you know, went to the little Sesame Street shit, whatever. Oh, shit. I see what you're about to talk about. And, you know, it was some controversy because hey, this, this ain't gossip right here, forty. This is this is on a goddamn video. You see this like like proof. It appeared to be that the person portraying Sesame Street character Rosalita, who, in my opinion, I don't even understand why she out there. She she like the most side character of side characters. Like if I'm going to Sesame Street, I'm not coming for this bitch. I'm coming for Elmo, Cookie Monster, Bert, Ernie, Big Bird, Oscar the Grouch. But that's the nigga in the trash can. That's Oscar the Grouch, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's neither here nor there, man. So uh, controversy arose because Rosalita was going around hugging, high-fiving the white kids and seemingly walked straight past the black kids. Nigga like me, I wasn't tapped into this shit at all. Until my woman brought it up and it kind of, it struck a nerve with me because I was telling her that it was an attack on her psyche because we had recently been watching HBO Max. I mean, we had recently been watching Sesame Street on HBO Max 
and like we have both kind of had the conversation about how we never realized how black Sesame Street was, like how the motherfucking main character was a black man. He was going around kissing on black women and shit and just motherfucking uh, Tashina Arnold from Everybody Hates Chris and Martin. Like she got her start on Sesame Street and like we like me and my me and they had had this conversation about how you know Sesame Street was so pro black and it kind of went under the radar for years, only for this shit to happen like a week and a half, two weeks later. So, what was y'all thoughts on the Sesame Street shit, man? If y'all had any, Sesame Street, man. Some boy said they don't got nothing to do with that. That ain't. That's not. That's not like the show. That's not like that's not their company what type of thing. I don't I, I can't I don't know the exact words. But they it's not so is that like Sesame a Sesame Street thing. It's called like Sesame Place and they have the right to use the characters, but it's not yeah. officially affiliated with the show in the brand Sesame Street, I believe. So did the place like did the amusement park come on and say anything or they just Oh yeah, on? they released a statement, bro. Yeah. But like I'm telling you, I was not giving this shit no time of day. But once I seen this statement, like they they low key got me riled up, and I try my best not to let shit get me riled up, just because it was such obvious bullshit, man. Hold on. I'm about, Quick I'm about question: Before you say this, where did this take place at? It's Sesame Place, so it's like a Sesame Street themed, uh, a Sesame Street theme theme park, I guess. Okay. Okay, I got you. And like, I guess they do a parade during the day where all the motherfucking shits walk or whatever. And yeah, so I'm following. God damn, hold on. Let me see. Sesame Place statement. Hey, y'all gotta see these motherfuckers. The font that they wrote it in looked like uh motherfucking Comic Sans. <laughs> like nigga, if you release a statement in Comic Sans. Like, did y'all see the part with a with a with a? Uh, I don't know what type of uh, that's Street person it was, but they semi they kind of slapped one of the children. Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> like he like he go to clap everybody up, and at the, at the end of the video, when he walked past the black person and like slap him in the face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. Hell no, nah, bro. I see it on. I see it on. What's going on? I see it on YouTube. Like it was a whole. It was a whole bunch. Of, like a whole compilation of them. But I, I, I think the person was just joking. But if you look at it, it looked like that person, like the boy swung. All right, but like, so a, like a, like a, like a brush off type of thing. Like get out the way. Like watch out. After the video went viral, and of course they caught a lot of backlash on social media. Sesame Place Philadelphia released this statement. Our brand, our park, and our employees stand for inclusivity and equality in all forms. This is what Sesame Place is all about, and we do not tolerate any behaviors in our parks that are contrary to that commitment. We also are, and always have been, committed to making sure every family and every child has the best possible experience at our parks, and we are incredibly disappointed when that does not happen. Regarding the incident yesterday, the costumes our performers wear sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels, and sometimes our our performers miss hug requests from guests. The performer portraying the ah, the performer portraying the Rosita character 
has confirmed that the no hand gesture seen several times in the video was not directed to any specific person. Rather, it was a response to multiple requests from someone in the crowd who asked Rosita to hold their child for a photo, which is not permitted. The Rosita performer did not intentionally ignore the girls and is devastated about the misunderstanding. We spoke to the family and extended our apologies and invited them back for a special meet and greet opportunity with our characters. We apologize to these guests for not delivering the experience they expected and we commit to do our best to earn their and all guests visits and support. So, after they released this statement, the family came out and said that the statement was cat. They never spoke to nobody and nobody ever offered them to come backstage. So yeah, Sesame Place, Philadelphia out here trying to ruin the great and upstanding reputation of Sesame Street that we all know and love. So, did you on, did you see only the Rosalita character? Uh, like, it was, it was a Twitter thread of, like, other ones, and I only watched, like, one or two videos. So, like, I told you, I, I wasn't going indulging this shit. Yeah. Like, I was really ignoring it, because I'm Sesame right. Street, like, my my love for Sesame Street has been refreshed over the last couple of weeks, so I'm not gonna come and let these niggas. Oh yeah, I forgot ruin you it. got a baby. I'm saying I'm like, what is you watching Sesame Street? But then, yeah, I'm, like, remember, remember I was telling you we we was watching motherfucking South Park every night to go to sleep and shit, and The Simpsons and shit. Now it's on Sesame Street. Like it's just some shit with some long ass seasons that we know we can cut on every night to watch. So I went, I go to sleep to Sesame Street, and I wake up to Sesame Street, and every, like it's at least. Two, three times a week where I see some shit on Sesame Street. Like, damn, like I never realized this about Sesame Street, bro. So yeah, like I'm not about to let these niggas kinda try to fuck up my renewed love for Sesame Street. I love Sesame Street my whole damn life, man. They got the game fucked up. You gotta you gotta you gotta watch that between the lions, man. What is it on, nigga? I was a between the lions kid. Boy, we did not have cable, boy. (laughs) I was a PBS baby. That was the greatest show, boy. That that's a boomer fool. Uh, what else should come on? Oh dang! Let me hold on. I'm 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 looking it up. Cyber Chase. Oh, Cyber Chase! I hate a Cyber Chase. Why? Maya Miguel. But I swear, the shows come on. I'm going outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was going outside. No, Cyber Chase, it was decent. But that Maya Miguel, no, I could not. I felt like Maya Miguel was after our time, bro. Like, by yeah, time, was like, that yeah, shit we was, was, we was around, like, almost. Dude, that was middle school years. Hey, hey, Chris, you ever watched um, the HBO show Exterminate All the Brutes? Nah, but I've been meaning to watch that shit for years. You, you just that. refreshed it in my mind. You should look into that shit. When you watch that, all y'all boys should look into that if y'all got HBO Max. I ain't gonna lie, I'll be watching everything on HBO Max. I just watched uh, what I just finished watching, True Detective. I just watched the I only watched the third season though because I just wanted to see the one with uh the black man. Well, it's like a documentary series about um, basically like colonization and what actually took place. Mm-hmm. It's not just with black people, it's with Native Americans, just what actually really took place. It's a good series to watch. I've been thinking about buying buying this book about that. It's a, I'm, I'm trying to read more, find some black authors to read too. Because most of the authors I'm reading from right now, 
they Hispanic or white people who study study Egypt and study these places and trying to go off that. But when I search, when I try to search for, you know, the information from a black source, something that's somebody who from them them areas, it's hard to really find them. Yeah. But a lot of I, I found a lot of books about like the history of Africa and all that. So I might I might start reading them. But I got I got like I got a couple more books I gotta read that I, I bought I bought so I bought three books Friday so I and I'm one book and a half done with them so when I'm done with my third book you like the four agreements that's that 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 most definitely done change the way that's why I'm been I've been talking how I've been talking yeah, off that book yeah bro it really changed me helped me forgive a couple people in my past. Help me move on for some stuff that I felt like was holding me back, honestly. You know. So it's a good that's read. I ain't been that's why the way I talk, I ain't I'm not I'm not speaking no no nothing negative no more ever. I ain't trying to speak nothing negative about nobody. I'm trying I'm not when somebody say something negative to me, I ain't taking it personal. I'm not, yeah. I'm not this is something that's know? inside of them. I want to go to that temple, bro. You hear me? The temple, which temple? The one in the beginning when it was like, I forget the name of it. Oh, the one he's uh, talking about in uh, Mexico, ain't it? Yeah, bro. I really yeah. want to go there, bro. Pyramid. I really want to go there. When this when this case is over, bro, that's where I really want to go, bro. I mean, when, I want to go to Egypt. Yeah, I want to go to Egypt, but I'm just saying that's a spot I just want to go just because yeah. knowing the meaning. I, if I'm not mistaken, he was like, that's where a man becomes, becomes, um, Comes one not one with God, but becomes like closer to God or something like yeah. that. It's all a pro. It's all a part of the journey and the process. Yeah, I want to go out there. Perfect timing. All right, all right. So, Chris, you should read that too. Well, the Four Agreements. Yeah, it's a really good book, bro. It's, it was ten dollars, I think. And I think no, they I got think it, it on eight dollars. Uh, yeah, it's like eight dollars on Amazon. Mm. And I bought I bought that and I bought the companion book that come with it. That's what that's the book I'm halfway. It's a book that, that teaches you what and it gives you practices and like examples of how you should apply them in your life. Oh shit. I should have looked into that. All right. We are still a music podcast. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we. We're not I feel like we. Inv- I feel like we just talk about everything, bro. Man, we're not we can't just be a, a podcast. podcast. We just talk about only music. But we you know, music everything. is our roots, man. Yeah, that's so. what that's what we started. I ain't gonna say that wasn't the only topic we started, but that was our main topic. We would at least go at least forty five minutes in the pod talking about music. So yeah, hold on. Let, let's let's structure this bit up real quick with some new music. Any of y'all boys going to that? Um... I got a little monkey on my back. I'm taking Percocet daily. You need people like me. I shoot straight, and I don't do no faking. If I was on the rim, you let me duck off in your basement. Hump, I made this shit. Don't bring a trunk. They pull me over. Don't matter. Fuck. They find a pill. They find a pump. There's some dog shit in the trunk. I know they want to see me suck. The gas. I'm saying it's low key every year. It doesn't change on Kodak. I'm still not like a like a like a like a fan, but you know some you know like I said, he's just undeniable. Yes, I mean his music is undeniable. Man, that is the hardest street rapper in the game, bro. 
Like, even though Dirk, like, obviously Dirk is, like, the best in terms of, like, like where he at in his career. And, like, you know, people perceive him. And Dirk Towns overall, but, man, that ain't got something, man. Herbo, the best lyricist. I'm, I'm not gonna like Herbo, the best lyricist. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna take that from him, man. I don't know, man. Hey, yeah, just like he just, yeah, because Kodak, know, bro. Because Kodak could mix the lyrics with the hips at the same time. That is true. That is true. You know, Herb, Herb be putting out a whole put out put out a whole album. Don't got a chorus on it. Right. Look, I'm gonna maintain my Dirk stance in terms of Dirk being the real like in terms of popularity to real shit they say ratio. Dirk's still number one because he the most popular and he also be saying a lot of real shit. No, yeah, but, Dirk definitely Dirk, yeah. Dirk definitely number one. But y'all know, like I always been Kodak always been up there for me anyway. Like if I had to do a top three, it'd be Dirk White being Kodak. So it's like Kodak. He just, that nigga, he just need to lock in, man. Like, on his albums, like, that motherfucking dying to live, that nigga locked in for every song on that shit. He made sure that shit was impeccable down there versus now, like, he let a couple slip through the cracks and make it onto the album. Like, you can't be doing shit like that in order to reach his full potential, which, I mean, even a nigga like Kendrick Lamar see what this nigga full potential is in terms of, just how talented he is as a rapper and like the shit he got to say like the shit his story basically at the end of the day like he 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 got that shit bro like he 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 the one bro he the one but he just he not auto he not all the way play that chosen one play chosen one now you gotta play chosen one right right way in terms of what chosen one Rod Wave not a better. I, mean, I was just talking. I, I, was, I just said that. <laughs> I was. I don't know why I said it like Greg was. Chris, I was just Chris, you got to end that. You got to end that with the chosen one. Go ahead and throw it on, my boy. Nah, nah, nah. Because we're not going to spend too long on Kodak. Because we talk about that nigga every episode. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna just say this, man. If, if I... Shout out, Young Yak, man. They trying to tie my nigga down. Caught my dog with some pres- with some pills. He had a prescription for. And fifty thousand dollars cash, like he not a multi millionaire and trying to make it into something that ain't, man. Well, I'm gonna yeah, ride around with expired tags, but that's all I got to say. Look, bro, his birthday in June. It's just now July. You gotta remember, this man been going city to city. That's not an excuse, nigga. Chris. Your tag expired. Nah, it, it, last it's it's a lot more common. You, it's you just think, now bro. July, bro. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. We is in July nineteenth. That nigga got arrested two weeks ago, damn near. I thought, the got, I thought he got arrested this week. It was not. It was just like a few days ago. Yeah, that was like last week. <laughs> We're going to see. It was like Friday. His birthday was June 11th, so. But you got to the end of the month. But my whole thing is this, bro. If you know them people after you and you know they constantly harassing you, you ride around in a car that people know is you because your car stand out. Just if you're gonna be riding like that, make sure you're on point. That's it. It's just that simple. I agree, Tom. That's why he said he's switching. He going switch it up, man, because he know he should have been switched it up when he got out and got pardoned. My boy got to tighten up, like you said. He got a gift, bro. He got a gift. Everybody fucking with him. I just want to see the young nigga keep making money, making money, and dropping music. That's all. Simple as that. 
been elsewhere in young niggas. What the fuck is this? That's not the song. <laughs> bro, this nigga got ads at the beginning of his videos, bro. What the fuck? That's his artist. You know, he got a lot of, you know, you know. Smart move, smart move. All right, it's live reaction. Hey, young boy, I don't talk. Is we gonna listen to the whole video? Cause I feel like the end of the video is the best part of the song, and that's not even him rapping. It's somebody in jail. This nigga looks sad as fuck, bro. He do not look. I ain't never seen this video. It just dropped uh today or yesterday. This is exactly why I ain't listened to none of the songs that was on the pre-order of the album when he posted it. Because I knew this nigga was just going to do this until the album dropped. Drop all them songs one by one. But you know, some <laughs> you know some of them might not, might not be on the album. I know. This nigga really do look like NLE Chopper. Or NLE Chopper look like him. I think NLE Chopper is older than him. That's why I said it. No, no, nah. I like 19 years old. Oh, damn. Go to bed, man. I'm going to jail. Damn, this nigga, young boy, man. He done beat the case. That boy beat the feds, man. Even though he got, I think he, he got, got one more, don't he? Yeah, but I, said, I think he got one. I think he got another case, but but that's not a federal case, is it? Is it not? Yeah. I thought that was a. I thought that was just a case with um with um Louisiana. I think I think so. I think it is Louisiana. I, I think I thought that was just a state state charge. Is what I'm saying. I don't know. It might be another fed charge that he caught in Louisiana, but then again, it could just be a state charge, like you said. I don't know enough about it. He, once again, he, he need to do the yeah, same wait. thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Tighten up, bro. I'll just want to see the young nigga make money and keep dropping the music. Because, bro, got the gift, bro. He just need to he just need to buckle down. And stop talking about killing and, and wanting to be dead. Uh, I can't kill. I don't, I don't, I can't, you can't just keep speaking on that thing. And yeah, because you, you manifesting. What, yep. what, you speak, what you speak out. What you put out into the world is what, you know what I mean? What you put out is what you get, put it like that. Yeah. But, um, there's nothing to, but success to all these young niggas. Let me see. That's enough for that. You know, I never realized that Chris. Kevin Gates is just a grown NBA young boy, bro. Chris. I just I realized that shit this week. Chris, what up? Do you remember when we started playing the video? And Calvin was like, he wanted the best part to him was um the, the end. No, that part, huh? That part. It, it's the crazy part. I only said it because 
the person rap just like NBA Youngboy, but yeah, you know I saying? actually wanted to hear it, and then Chris just skipped. Right he Chris, but <laughs> Chris made it almost to the end of it though. It oh, wasn't oh, too much oh. no love. It was just a few bars. Oh, okay, and then it okay, fade, okay. it fade off. I wonder if that's his homeboy that got locked up. Which one? You know his homeboy caught a charge behind that um some some rapper from Louisiana um supposed to be um some death in Louisiana caught a charge behind it. Uh, I ain't gonna go into too, go into all that, but um I wonder if that's him who rapping. Young boy, I don't talk out now. And then elsewhere, elsewhere in new music. Hold on, give me a second. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I promise you. I know. <laughs> bro, did y'all see the album cover, bro? I seen it. Yeah, man. Like a video, with man. The album cover. That nigga shit looked like that boy had the motherfucking calculator words on that shit. Like this was third grade. Hey, do y'all talk about um the XXL freshman uh class last week? Me and me and Greg was talking about it, but I don't think nobody. Uh, Damn, I don't I think they talked about it on out. the pod. We were talking about it in the in the in the, in the chat the other day. Man, yeah, I, don't I don't want to give it too much no time, time but boy, that was the worst group of freestyles in the entire thing. So, I mean, they said the same thing about 2016. No, 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 no. but no, 2016 um, was like that was that freestyle legendary. You go back on that, and be like, bro, like this shit was really hard. It was just that it was less lyrical, like you know what I'm saying. So people weren't really rocking with it. But overall, like that was a good, that was a really good class of, of rappers. I would say. But this group, man, bro, it's no, it's no lyricist in this group either. And okay. So you know how most part for the ciphers, right? Even even the like the freestyle and the cipher, most of the time you're just gonna like spit a verse you already like wrote, whether mm-hmm. you drop it or it's just unreleased, right? But you're gonna be something prepared. Bruh, you all know you know Cochise, right? <laughs> I thought that boy's name was Cochise. No, Cochise. Oh, yeah. I think Cochise, whatever pronounce it, bruh. He Coach. came in there and tried to freestyle, man. That shit was horrendous, bro. Like oh, garbage. The memo. But the other that one, was... Sofago, Sofago one good, and whoever that was with Sofago one good. It was Sofago and the other dude named Casey, bro. Sofago, that's what I'm saying. Sofago and Coaches was so garbage, bro. I'm like, yo, Cowboy should have just stayed home. Like this is hey, not a good look for you, bro. You know what's crazy? You know who had the, who had the best freestyle to me outside of uh, Baby Tron, even though he cut the beat. Cause I knew he was gonna cut the beat. He can't rap to no easy beat. He gotta rap to a Detroit beat. But uh, please don't say. I don't think you finished it. It's them girls. Uh, it's, oh, it's okay, the, okay. It's the, it's the it's the one who had like a she had like a green suit on. Not Cali, the other one. Kinderman. Gl- no, not Kinderman. Not Kinderman. Not Kinderman. Is Glorilla XXL? Is it Dolce? No, Glorilla. Not one. I don't. I don't know. It's only three girls, and it's not. It's not. It's not the one who who show her titties, and it's not the one. Uh, it's not uh, Ken the man. I know we gotta be next year. Yeah, Dolce. She. I think she was on the one with. Uh, I don't think Saucy Santana was on that one. Nah, he, bro. The reason why I said don't don't say what you think about it. I'm about to say Saucy Santana best freestyle. I'm like, bro. No, oh my! Look, <laughs> look, look. I told you I'm in a position I'm not finna judge, but when I heard him rap, I definitely screen recorded and sent it to y'all boys. 
I swear, I had to stop myself. That boy said he got a coochie. All right, new music, new music. Brand new Lil Uzi produced by Marley Rose. That boy said, that boy said put it on him, put the coochie, but you know what you really said. That boy said put that I got a tear in my eye. Chris, there's another, some other relevant news in Grand Uzi, but we're going to get into it after the song. Yeah, I seen CMG drop the, um, drop the album. So I guess Uzi is dropping an EP track right. by track. Day by day on SoundCloud before he releases his red, his pink album, I think. Cowboys yeah, pink tape. Why y'all want to switch off the soft seat Santana, though? Oh. This is Flex <laughs> Up, produced by Molly Raw. Right, you know that nigga. That Yesterday, he dropped that I Know, produced by Sony Digital. Which I'm hey, guessing man. all of these is like. All snippets from the past that he hadn't dropped yet, so he just finally dropping them. Hey, Chris. Y'all boys five. Hey, Chris. What up? This ain't got nothing to do with music at all. Did you discuss that situation that you was talking about in the group chat about the 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 light people up there? Hold on, hold on. Oh, hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. Hell, hold on, hold on. So let me. I'm gonna wrap up on music, then we are gonna get to that. Right, right. Thank you. For I, I've been, I've been wanting, I've been, I've been wanting to Thank hear you about for this, bringing guys. that shit. You, you up, can just wrap bro. up the music. Now. Hey. <laughs> I got one. I got one last point about Lil Uzi. I got one last point about Lil Uzi. Oh yeah, ain't he them and they? Ain't he? That's what they trying to say, man. Huh? They saying what? They saying Lil Uzi Vert and changes pronouns to to they them. I don't even understand what it is, what it truly means. What what's the difference? What's them and they? That mean like you both or like it's yeah, you non-binary. You. Uh, this, oh man, bruh. Some people I ain't gonna I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hit on the man. Some people say they non-binary. Let them be non-binary, man. At the end of the day, they still the same person. But you want to know the irony, bro? So I was listening to this song when it dropped yesterday. And then directly after it, it was like a little Uzi leak from like a channel that I sent it in the chat. I was like, this shit ain't got no name or no title, but it just started playing after the song. And it was flame. In the song, he say he fell in love with a dyke. So... If you a man and you fall in love with a dyke, you cannot just consider yourself a regular straight man no more. You got to consider yourself a date in. Do you? If they still no, man, no. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm confused, boy. You threw me off. Because they still a woman. As long as you ain't getting no... Uh... But they still carry themselves with that male energy, so you still was attracted no, to man. as long she, as she they still not, got womanly parts. Uh, as long yeah. as they ain't put that scrap on, you know, you straight. If they ain't put that scrap on you, but yeah, man, yeah. little Uzi out here, presumably dropping soon. I'm happy that it seems like the songs is getting better by the day because when he dropped that space cadet, I was not impressed, but. I was fucking what I know, and from what I just heard of Flex Up, I'm fucking with that too. So, 
CEO trail drop. Like eight songs. Was they decent? I'm joining. Oh, the song I sent you was good. Other than that, I ain't really, really. They was all right. But the song I sent probably was the best one. Man, the job boys. Like Tim said, that CMG compilation out now, man. You know, I ain't listened to it. I, I ain't listened to it neither. I just looked, I just saw it on my phone. And then I just seen that Dirt dropped the um, deluxe album to his. Um, to that the, album he just dropped at 7220 70, or something like that. Yeah, that shit, that shit dropped a couple weeks ago. Oh, I, I think we know. That's that new to me. At one point. That's new to me. I just downloaded it today. Unless that boy dropped the deluxe out of the deluxe. That shit unprecedented. Man, I've been listening to us. Man, I'm telling you, boy, the whole day, bro. Usually when I'm at work, I'll be listening to the lectures and shit. No, I said us as in us. As in oh my. Y'all dropped the album? We, Actually, the three-year anniversary coming up, man. Three-year anniversary of old man Vaughn. Did y'all boys watch the video in the goddamn... On the on the group chat I posted. When? On IG, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't rest for them, you know. Three but year anniversary of Old Man Volume One, August first, fellas. Hey, side note. I, so I went on Instagram. When you remember, I was I put the video while I was on there. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to delete this. This ain't everybody talking about. People DM me, you all right, bro? You good? <sighs> I'm like, why something gotta be wrong? I'm better than I ever been, boy. Because <laughs> I don't want to be on here. Tell me, your life crazy, huh? I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> I, I, think about the worst, bro. I delete the app immediately. <laughs> what, IG? Yeah. Oh, you don't be on there no more? I ain't know. I ain't know. I ain't been on That's that. That's why I tell her earlier about the, the, the thing with the uh, telekinesis, because he ain't, he ain't see it. Oh. Okay, man. If I was to show you the video, I ain't even gotta show you the video, bro. I could describe it to you in very vivid detail. Go get a piece of aluminum paper. Just one <laughs> yeah, we, got, we, we, we we gonna leave it alone. We gonna leave it alone. So transitioning, man. So <laughs> you know, I want to rattle Chris right now. I, I came, I came to the group chat yesterday. Chris, you interrupting me. <laughs> hey, get a piece of aluminum paper, bro. Fold it up one or two times. Stand in front of it about six, seven inches away from it and shoot your hand towards it. Thrust your hand towards it as quick as you can. <laughs> and if the paper moves, you got powers, my nigga. <laughs> I'm trying to do it right now. I'm trying to do it right now. Listen, man, just get to and the story tell about. Niggas, tell niggas how they need, to, they need to have more mental focus. Listen, man. I need to write some blue cheese. So, <laughs> Gandhi had a doctor's appointment yesterday, man. So, when we left from that shit, we went to take her to go see my grandparents, her great grandparents, or whatever. Yeah. And when I get there, my grandma's on the phone with like, I think it was the motherfucking uh, her house insurance people or whatever, trying 
tell them that like, hey, they got to reimburse her because she paid out of pocket to get her hot water tank replaced or some shit like that. So I'm like, all right, she on the phone. So I just went straight back to my grandpa's room. And this nigga was back there, bruh. I'm telling you, bruh. I never seen this look on my grandpa's face before. Like, this nigga was back there stressing. Because, cause like, they they only get a set amount of income per yeah, month yeah. from, like, disability and Social Security and shit. Yep. So, so, like, he started telling me about how, like, the electric bill was $307. Like, well, first he said that they shit was, like, last month, it was almost $300. And then this month, it was actually over $300. He's like, man, I'm just like, I don't know. what, Like, I don't know how the heck we supposed to be able to keep paying this. So I was like, man, what? Like, that don't even sound right because they, like, they live, they house is older. So they don't even got, like, central air conditioning and shit. They still be using a window AC. So, yeah. like, you know, with central air, that shit technically running all day for real. Yeah. So we got central air at my house and our electrical bill be like, this past month, our electric bill was like 188 or some shit like that. And that's what us using that shit every day. And for remember, TJ, uh, the Midwest had that little heat wave, and that shit, it was like 100 for like a week straight or, so, or for like two, three days straight or something like I that. I know niggas wasn't coming outside then. And then keep in mind, they also had that motherfucking storm come. And remember, I think I sent this shit. I don't know if I sent it to our group chat or not, but I know I sent it to my other group chat. Where they intentionally knocked out motherfuckers' power to make sure that the grid like wouldn't overload or some shit because it was so hot and so many people was using their AC, so they shut off like the power of like one hundred fifty thousand customers or some shit in the Columbus area. And sure my, my motherfucking grandparents was one of them customers, so it was like, how the fuck is it to the point now where not only was from last month when their power was out for a little bit, their bill was high as fuck. But then this month, when like they seen the bill was high last month, so they intentionally started using less electricity and shit. Somehow the bill didn't even went up again. So I'm like, oh, let me see your bill. I'm gonna take a look, see if it's something I I noticed or whatever. So I look at their bill, then I pull up my bill on the phone, and main thing I noticed, like we both got AEP, American Electrical Power, whatever the shit name is. But their shit, I, I, like, they got a third-party service provider or something. And we we just straight getting our shit straight from AEP. And they basically getting middlemen and having to pay more. So I fucking call the people, bro. Tell me why these motherfuckers said that my grandparents enrolled to pay more back in 2019. I was like, bro. This shit don't even, like, it don't even add up. Like, why would they agree? Because, all right, so to break it down in the most, I'm about to say layman's terms, but this is not layman's terms, but this shit is easy as fuck to understand. The electric company charges seven cents per kilowatt hour for their energy or whatever. And then the motherfucking third-party company that came them niggas was charging 8.9 cents per kilowatt hour. And they said that my grandparents chose to make the switch from 7 cents to 8.9 cents back in 2019. And I was like, that shit don't really add up, but all right, whatever. Then they said after 
12 months, that contract was over. So basically since 2020, they've been on a month-to-month thing where basically their price of kilowattage for whatever varies month-to-month. So it went from 8.9 cents when they first started to now this past month. That shit was up to motherfucking 21 cents, bro. Which, what the fuck? If you remember... And everybody paying, paying seven. Yeah, they're supposed to be paying seven cents. So that's literally three times as much. And I'm just sitting there like, man. Them boys wax, huh? Them so boys, quick question. Yeah, what like, documentation do they have? Over, basically the whole pandemic, bro, since 2020. What documentation but, does this company have to say that your grandparents switched over? Look, bro, so it was this thing where if you didn't call and say that you didn't want to be enrolled, they automatically enrolled you into it, I guess. That's crazy. But, they, they they didn't admit to that. They tried to say that they came door to door and my grandma signed up to it in 2019, which why the fuck would she agree to do that shit? Like, that don't even make sense to agree to pay more. How can a shit. third party do that when it's coming from a coming from the, you know, the, the, the connect? If it's coming from a main company, how can a third party seize your contract and tell you, oh, if you don't you don't say you don't want to enroll in this, we automatically enroll in you because it just sound like a scam. A couple years back, Ohio passed a law saying that basically AEP, the main electric provider, they had to, uh, they basically were saying that they had a monopoly on the market, basically, because they was the only people providing electricity for everybody. So they had to open up the option for their customers to choose if they wanted to get their power from AEP or through a third-party service provider. So I'm guessing if motherfuckers didn't call in and say, hey, I still want to keep AEP, that AEP themselves, they just move motherfuckers on to other third party shit, so they didn't have to worry about it. But there's no way to confirm that because them niggas got it in their system that my grandma signed up for the shit in 2019, which we know is false. But it's like it's our word versus they word type shit. So I'm like, my main thing was like y'all been overcharging these motherfuckers for the last two years. At the very least, we need to be reimbursed for these last couple months where this shit is over the motherfucking top. Especially considering the fact that these niggas' power was literally out for a couple days. So, but yeah, they was like, yeah. oh, you already used the electricity. So, it's not really much course of action we can do other than unenroll you from the program and starting with your next billing cycle. You need to call help, be back. Um, help me out. Because think about how many other old people getting finessed like that. Exactly, it bro. That's all like a like, tactic like, that finesse old no people, bro. Class that's all of them, bro. Yeah, bro. You need to call, um, help me out and, and or your local newspaper and let them know, let them aware of what's going on because there's tons of other unfortunate elderly people getting taken advantage of. Bro, my grandpa was in that shit stressing, bro. Like, yeah, because they be on fixed income. Cause yeah, like they like to just pick up more hours at yeah. his job or something to cover. Yeah, they that retired. Shit. Like hell nah, bro. Like, and people just be capitalizing off them people, bro. That shit be so fucked up, bro. That shit, bro. That shit, I, like they was literally paying triple, bro. Like I can, like, I will never get bro, over hell. that shit. And then the bitch gonna try to tell me, cause I got the paper right there in front of my face, and she said, uh, for this past month, you guys were charged nineteen cents per kilowatt hour, and I'm looking at it, I was like, it's a right here. It was 20.95 cents. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. It said you were charged basically 21 cents. So 
They don't even know what the fuck they got going on over there. So it just sounds like a scam, bro. It is, it bro. Like at the end scam, of the day, bro. that's all it is. Because why the fuck would anybody choose to pay more just for the sake of a company not coming having from the same? Problem? And it's coming from the same motherfucking company, regardless. Not not the same company, but you. It's not like you got your own your own power plant and generating your right, own. Right, they just middlemen in the shit. Yeah, just some fucking <laughs> crooks taking advantage of old people. But yeah, man. So we got that shit fixed for him. So I don't know if it's gonna be the next month's bill or the bill after that. But nah, just shit gonna be going make back sure down, your grandparents, man. make sure your grandparents, because bro, people take advantage of elderly people, bro. They take that advantage shit. of them. But that shit crazy for it to be a big company. Like, well, because I mean, I guess technically it's not the big electric company that's doing it. Even though I will say it's their fault because at the end of the day, they the ones that push my grandparents' account or whatever to the third-party motherfuckers, I guess. So, I don't know, man. That shit, that shit had me, man. I like, because it, it ain't, like, it ain't even really nothing I can do outside to be upset. <laughs> like, I just, like, I fixed the problem for them, so at least we know, like, they don't got to deal with it no more, but that shit, man. Them crackers is devious, boy. They coming up with new ways every year. Every year, man. You just got to stay on your toes, man. Got to stay on your toes. But that, but yeah, that was that was just my little soapbox rent or whatever about how these niggas was trying to finesse. Not trying successfully finessing my motherfucking grandparents. Was that, was that this week or last week? Pod, you said you you had a story you wanted to tell. I think that was this week. I think that was the story, but I was so hyped up about it yesterday. I just texted instead of just waiting because, like, I was like, "Man, these niggas need to hear this shit." That shit was killing me, bro. Because it's like, bro, these are my grandparents, man. Mm-hmm. No one niggas is just out here taking money from them, bro, and not no couple dollars, like hundreds of dollars. Months at a time, like, yeah, that's that fuck shit. Goddamn. But you know, in lighter and brighter news, I don't even know. What's what's some lighter and brighter news? Lighter and brighter news. Well, we can talk. Well, I ain't gonna say light. That's not lighter and brighter. I was gonna. I ain't even gonna say that. Y'all boys watched the new Dave Chappelle on Netflix yet? I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't watched it. Did we talk about Talk about what? Talk about what? DJ dropping his the EP. Did y'all talk about last week? I don't think, I don't think we did. Yeah, got... new new three pack out now. You know, some of y'all get out of listen. You know, I'm still I'm still I'm rocking with that. I don't know where to go though. That's the best right there, boy. It's probably like, like my favorite beat in terms of how it all like come together. Got to run it back like three times every time I hear it. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's produced by my boy Kev Soul, who actually is from he's from Virginia, man. So he like about to go like, Yeah, man. He live like 20, 25 minutes from Norfolk. So once I get out there, I'm you know what I'm saying link with him. You feel me? Get some more stuff in, but. I already got like I already got hella songs in the tuck that I like been recorded. So whenever I drop a tape, like tape, tape pretty much done. I can just add like maybe one or two more songs. But 
So we ought to come in due time. The screech's been waiting. Golly. So, sports news, fellas. What y'all thinking, Russell Westbrook wise? So, what are you going to do this year? Is he going to play? I think he's not no person who's going to sit out. So, well, no, obviously, he's not going to sit out. I'm talking about doing team one. I mean, if the Lakers don't trade. I thought he was staying with the Lakers. The, no, the Lakers trying to get Kyrie. Oh, my good, Bro, I ain't going to lie. Like, I understand and, these niggas want to be in, like, winning situations. But all this switching teams, bro, like, it seemed like overwhelming for everybody involved, bro. I don't understand. You said it's overwhelming? Yeah, man. Just think about it, like, bro, like, you can't. I don't know, bro. It's like it's very like a, it's very like a it's like a short sighted like sort of like objective in terms of like trying to win or you know what I mean like hopping from team to team year after year, bro. Like it's it's like it's, it's becoming a norm for certain niggas. Like it's like, bro. I feel like KD could have stayed put. KD and Kyrie could have stayed put in, in Brooklyn and figured it out, bro. But, but they couldn't though because Brooklyn didn't want Kyrie no more. And so, it's like, what? I, what is good with Kyrie Irving and where he got like? Why? I don't know, man. Like, it's something to that nigga to where it's like, like Kyrie, yes, he's talented. Like, it's like every like why like I don't know, man. It's like a nigga a talented player, but like, why can't he fit into like like why is he always like the oddball? Or like, why is like why does it never work out with like any organization he going to, bro? At least in these past like few years, I feel like it's because, and I know this going sound corny, but. That nigga free thinker, man. He not trying to assimilate into the shit that they got going on. He want them to adapt to him as opposed to him adapting to the environment or to the team, for lack of a better term. So he don't want to come in and be like – he don't want to have to answer to the coach. He don't want to have to answer to the GM. He wants it to be a conversation amongst all of them, man. I don't really think that's a bad thing. Like, I feel like more people should have that mentality as opposed to just, you know, accepting that role as a worker, like kind of knowing and understanding your value as the player and as one of the great players and, you know, being able to say, hey, I think we should like, he should be able to have that kind of input, be able to have those person-to-person conversations with the higher-ups in the organizations, but the the higher-ups don't look at him like that because of the way he's, kind of maneuver out of all the organizations but every time the root cause of it is just him wanting to be you know his own man as opposed to being what other people want him to be i understand that man but my main rebuttal would be like bro like in every in any like sort of workplace where like niggas is paying you it's kind of like Yo, the like the say what the say like how much say you have within that sort of space it's like, you feel me? It's, def- it's defined by your position. So it's kind of like, not sad, Kyrie. And his position like, is the main attraction, or at least one of them. His position is the wheel that makes the car go. His position is that. the one of, nigga, if I'm not here, y'all not in the position y'all in right now. So he should have some I, kind of input. 
I I agree, but you like you also have to understand like this shit's still business. So it's like, let's say, like, let's just take some like corporate America situation, right? Like, let's say you got like a company that sells software, like, bro, it's like mainly like gonna be like that sales. That's it's the sales team, right? That's really you know what I'm saying. They getting the product out there and like helping you really bring in like that's really your one of your biggest money drivers right there, like. If you're selling a product, like the people that's selling it is kind of like the the key part of that. But you feel me? If you work in the sales department, like it's only so much say you gonna have in terms of like the overall sort of like trajectory of the company until you like move up in the like in a role beyond like you know what I'm saying, beyond that. So if I put it in the context of basketball, like yes, Kyrie is like the, you know, like he is a he is an integral part in terms of the success of his franchise but it's kind of like bro it's still business in the dates where like you gotta know how to go about certain things you know what i'm saying if you do want like more sale over time like i feel like if like if, if for, his, for his sort of like outcome it's a way to get there without sort of like constantly staining your reputation like team after team bro you know what i mean like like his what he what he wants is not like far fetched, but I think you gotta kinda realize like it's still a business at the end of the day. It's like why wow, this is a change that could be made, bro. Like it's never gonna be a good look if you hopping from team to team, season after season, bro. So you gotta like figure something out to where like, okay, I can still get this outcome, but like I can handle things in a better, better fashion. I think the thing is though, this is the first time where it's the team that's saying they don't want Kyrie. Kyrie left Cleveland because he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. He wanted to be his own person. He wanted to carve his own legacy, whatever. Okay, everybody can understand that. Why Kyrie left the Celtics, it's not really as clear, although I do feel like it was some underlying racist shit just because I look at Boston as a racist city, and it was mentioned that Danny Ainge, the former general manager for Boston, when... uh. Like, players and stuff will say that, you know, the Boston fans were racist and that they say racist shit. His response would be, I've never heard anyone say anything like that. Like, he would just kind of brush it off. And I can see how just having that kind of person be your boss will kind of push Kyrie away. All right. But also, he left the Celtics to go to the Nets and form a new thing with Kevin Durant and once again kind of like, try to carve out his own legacy or whatever. So the Nets wanting, like, I feel like the only reason why the Nets kind of, it's not necessarily acquiesce to Kyrie's demands, but it's like, they kind of told him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we're fine with you guys having input on decisions and shit like that. Like the only reason why they said that is because they knew they had to in order for them to get KD. But now that they didn't actually went through it all with Kyrie and, like, seeing that this nigga, sometimes he's going to miss games. Like, that's what he does. Like, whether it's for an injury or whether it's for a personal reason, there's going to be some times where he doesn't play for a prolonged stretch of time. And then on top of all that, you got the vaccine shit. And it's just, like, now they're looking at him as more of a headache than of, you know, someone who can help him win when like we all know Kyrie is a good player but they just don't want to put up with it anymore type shit and who's like is that really Kyrie's fault when they're the ones who agreed to it in the first place now now when you put it like that 
it seems it, it with that explanation, it's seeming like it's more and more of like Kyrie's fault. Like under the like when you first been in it, I'm like, all right, if if like if, if that's the case of him like wanting more say, I understand that. But if you're not handling up on your end, because I did kind of forget about like I remember it was a vaccine thing, and then he got um he got in trouble for like breaking uh like remember they like they had like these weird protocols in place when COVID first kicked off to where like you couldn't be at like no large gatherings or something like that. Like it was a bunch of little weird stuff. I think Kyrie was like at like a party or something like that. And like he got a suspension and then like everybody was going in on him and then Kyrie was just like, Oh, you know, like I'm not gonna sacrifice, you know, time with my loved ones, yada 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 yada. I, like little stuff like that, bro. I, I kind of gotta put the blame on Kyrie, bro. Like, it's like if you go, if you gonna want something, if you gonna want something out of the team, bro. Like, you kind of gotta be on your P's and Q's yourself for that to really, for like your opinions to be valid. So, but they also like they the team signed up for this though. Like, it wasn't like Kyrie just started doing this shit when he got to New York. I mean, when he got to the Nets. Like, this has been Kyrie since the Celtics at the very least, if not his whole career. So, it's like... You're saying the teams just know what time it is before they deal with him? I mean, they have to. If you don't, then you're not doing your due diligence as a general manager or whatever. Why would you pay a nigga millions of dollars when you don't even know what kind of personality they have or, like, how they move off the court or whatever? Like, these niggas know what Kyrie be on. They just pick and choose when they want to highlight his wrongdoings or his his missteps because, I mean, you need a scapegoat at the end of the day. And it's it's hard to say to put KD as the scapegoat when that nigga was basically the only one healthy last year and then he was hurt for most of this year. like And then Harden was hurt for some of this year too, even though he, requ- he requested his trade. So it's like the only – common factor left is for them to say well Kyrie didn't get vaccinated Kyrie this Kyrie that and he's kind of like he's the scapegoat by default because they're not going to blame it all on KD even though KD ended up requesting the trade anyway but what I wanted to I kind of wanted to talk about it while Kyle was here on here but I mean I feel like it's slept on that well I can't say it's slept on but the backlash Kyrie received for his vaccine stance and then the backlash that Aaron Rodgers received, like, I feel like that shit is wrong, bro. <laughs> like, oh, bro. And then, I feel like, like oh, bro. And not enough niggas was talking about that either, bro. Even though it don't matter what the media is saying, but it's like, man. But, like, at the end of the day, you can't have it both ways. Like, how you going to slander Kyrie's name at every chance you get, and I'm talking about fucking Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, anybody else who always want to bring up Kyrie and the vaccine. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, like, niggas just let that shit go after a couple weeks, bro. Like, even the NFL, like, this nigga still kept playing and everything. Like, he just flat out lied. Like, it wasn't even like he was in the, like, at least Kyrie was just keeping the butt, like, yo, I'm not going for it. Aaron Rodgers just lied about it. They're like, ah, whatever. Like, nobody even care, bro. Like that shit, that shit was blowing me when I put it into perspective. Cause I love Aaron Rodgers, but it's like, golly, like that's how they going. And like we know at the end of the day, it's more than likely a black and white thing or whatever. But 
Like, that shit's just crazy to me how the media can really go in on Kyrie at every chance they get. And when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it's just like his whole vaccine shit is an afterthought. When it comes to Kyrie, his vaccine shit is the main topic of conversation. But Aaron Rodgers, his shit is an afterthought. Like, that shit. I don't know, man. I felt like that was a a good little topic because it's like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. Like Aaron, it, in comparison to the NFL, I mean in comparison to the NBA, Aaron Rodgers' stature in the NFL is like he's above where Kyrie is in the NBA. He's more important to the league than Kyrie is to the NBA. I would imagine. So you would think that you know. If they was if this shit was really about vaccines or whatever the fuck the whole Kyrie hate is about, you would think it would be the same for Aaron Rodgers. But like I said, that shit was out of the news cycle within a month. Really, I feel like within two weeks, but within a month, that shit like nobody even cared no more about Aaron Rodgers shit. Nigga said he was immunized. Immunized. Oh my goodness, bro. Yo, like, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers also, that could be a whole nother topic in itself, bro. That is a strange fellow, bro. Like, you ever heard, like, the stories about him, like, not talking to his family? Like, he Yeah, I, I heard no that one? nigga cut his whole family off, like, once he got drafted. Bro, I don't know what. I don't want to speculate because I don't know the man lifestyle. You know, it's outside looking in. But, like, nigga, how you cut your whole family off when you get drafted, bro? That just sounds crazy. Woods was begging for a handout. He had to let him know. He gonna circle back around when his career over. Man. Let me see what else is it for episode 83. Oh, yeah, I ain't saying at the beginning of the episode. Shout out Michael Thomas, man. That boy was number 83 for the longest at Ohio State before he switched to the three. I, like, I'm pretty sure I went to two straight uh, Ohio State spring games. But this nigga Michael Thomas went crazy from just for I think the first year he redshirted. Then the second year that nigga still ain't get no time. But that third year, boy, and I ain't go to the spring game that year, of course. Third year, that boy was finally snapping in the real game. I'm like, look at this nigga. But yeah, Michael Thomas, I definitely seen that boy's potential. Like, low key, now that I think about it, that nigga is probably the only nigga that like I seen the full potential. Before, like, he started to blossom, I guess. Like, because there ain't even a lot of niggas you can say that about. I mean, I mean, y'all, like, y'all probably got more experience with that just from playing higher level high school football. But, like, for being from seeing that nigga in the spring game and him, like, that nigga had like a good eight catches, 100 yards, or some shit like that, as you know, not really a star player at the time, just. Just a ran- not not a random nigga because he had Ohio State, so he's obviously a talented player. But you know, just like a nigga that had made a name for himself yet, and then that nigga don't do shit in the actual season. But later on in his career, he ended up shit becoming the best receiver in the NFL for at least a season. I don't think I can say I've seen anybody else like make a. I don't think transition is the best word, but I guess make. Just like an evolution in their career, like that. I haven't seen anybody else do it. I was, I was say, 
Le'Veon Bell, because he from ain't he from uh Columbus or he from or he not from where wait where is Le'Veon Bell from? In yeah, Ohio? Le'Veon's from Columbus. He went he went to the same high school as me. He from he went to Groveport. But like so the thing I, with I, him was he was like a three star recruit. So going into Michigan State, he was like he was good, but he wasn't like the guy. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, and I say Le'Veon will qualify too. I don't even. Le'Veon wasn't even a first round pick, I don't think. Like, I don't even think it was a foregone conclusion he was going to snap in the league like he did. Even though, albeit for a short period of time, and that's a decent segue because this nigga just tweeted he wished he could go back to 2018, which, if you recall, that's the season where his ass set out. Man, that might have been like, that probably. Like obviously he deserved to get paid, man. But I think that might have been, uh, yeah, that that might have been a nail in the coffin for him, bro. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't it shouldn't have been the nail in the coffin, but because it's obvious this nigga he don't do what he's supposed to do off the field. I feel like, man. So him having a year off of football, like hypothetically, if a running back gets to take a year off and not take hits and all that, but still maintain their training regimen and their body and shit, hypothetically, they should come back not necessarily better than ever, but they should have, like, a little bit more pep in their step when they come back to the field. I mean, barring injury and all that. Just because, you know, fresh legs or whatever, you know, a year without taking hits, body can fully recover, you don't got to worry, like, whatever. So, the fact that that wasn't necessarily the case for him, it just lends credence to, you know, he don't take care of his body. Then, you know, nigga was doing the rapper shit, which leads, lends more credence to it. But I will say something that I've seen. They said that um, the Jets was probably the worst team for him to go to because they wasn't going to change their whole scheme to tailor around his run style. They didn't have an old line to kind of accommodate, you know, his patient running. So he just followed the money instead of following best fit, and it led to early demise of his career. On top of any of the other shit where he fucked up, like in terms of just the holdout in general. And also to consider, man, like running back one of the positions where it's like it's kind of like undervalued and like. Oh, the overall perception of it is like them niggas interchangeable, especially like nowadays. So it's kind of like, even though he was, you know, he's, a, he's a pretty good back, it's kind of like you holding out is not really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, you want your bread, but you see like that boy James Conner came in there and exactly, you feel me? Like, you, like them that that them that position right there, bro. Like. Think about like think about nigga like Todd Gurley, bro. Who would like Todd Gurley was like the man. You feel me? At, at the bro, you like, know Todd Gurley ain't even. I, I think he's. They said he's not even twenty seven yet or some shit like that. No, oh, wow. Yeah, I think he's a little older than that. Like that nigga then truly had a. Oh man, this nigga Gurley, man. Let me see. He t- oh yeah, he turned twenty. He turns twenty eight on August third, so he's not thirty yet, I guess. But yeah, man, this nigga Gurley. Wow, like he just. Well, I feel like him, like he's not quite 
comparable to Le'Veon, even though he did get paid and fall off a cliff, just because Gurley, he's had more injuries, man. Le'Veon, he, Le'Veon don't even got the injury excuse, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, wait, Le'Veon never even got hurt at the Jets. It was just like, it wasn't working out. He found his way up out of there. Yeah, like, they just, they parted ways after a while. They weren't about to pay him all that money, so he just took his guarantee and they got they cut him after that. Damn, that's crazy. This nigga girly. Motherfucker. From 2015 to 2018, that nigga was probably best back in the league. Or not necessarily best back, but biggest threat. Boy, it's only 24 years. Damn, imagine peaking at 24 years old, man. And then it's like, bro, the nigga has been a free agent for like... Since 2020, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this ain't making no sense. Because why would you pick him up when you can get somebody that can do somewhat comparable for weight? Like, you don't got to worry about, boy complaining about not getting carries because his name. Like, you don't got to worry about really paying that man that much money. Like, shit. It, like, you got to understand the reasoning behind running back becoming devalued how it is now. Like, a lot of niggas come in and can do that shit, bro. Like, being a good running back these days is more about scheme and your O-line than it is about I can't say than it is about individual skill, but I mean, the greats have already separated themselves. Even though I feel like, for example, Kamara, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, like, really? I only really say Chubb. Chubb Chubb and Kamara, because McCaffrey been hurt the last couple years. But even then, Kamara, I feel like he he not necessarily a gimmick, but it's more, I I don't even know what I'm trying to say. So really, I just say Nick Chubb. I feel like Nick Chubb is the only nigga that's like heads and shoulders above the rest of the running backs in the league right now. And not even necessarily heads and shoulders. It's just he's more valuable than the rest of the running backs in the league. Another thing to consider, bro, like sort of the requirements of a running back have changed. Like the the position has evolved so much to where like – like, bro, back in the day, bro, you could just be a strong nigga with, like, like quick bursts and, like, you know, good agility. And, like, bro, that was going to take you a long way. And then, like, in terms of, like, but now it's, like, you got to be able to damn near be a receiver, bro. Like, like running backs got to have, like, that pass, like, like the route running and the pass catching ability to even be considered, like, like at the baseline, bro. Like, if you lacking that, bro, like, you pretty much is, like, done for. That's, like, another reason, like, a lot of like, like a lot of backs that we've seen. Like, I mean, you you could also throw to that last one you just made. You could also throw Derrick Henry in the mix. I would say. Oh yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry slipped my mind. Derrick Henry definitely in that shit. Like, I'm looking at the top rushers from last year. Like even Jonathan Taylor, that nigga led the league in rushing, but until he do it twice. Like, I, I'm not really going to put much stock into him just yet because I never watched the coach play, so I haven't really seen him do what he do. But, for example, nigga like Najee Harris, like, yeah, 
he do he did pretty decent for the Steelers, but we already discussed how it went from Le'Veon to Connor to now him basically. Yeah, and then also, bro, like he had a good season, but his stats a little misleading because he did have hella attempts. So his yards per carry was right at like the average. So it was like he kind of got his more so off of like volume. He's still a good back, but like like his he had a lot of attempts. That's what kind of made his yardage so high. But he was rushing behind like one of the worst O lines in the league. So I'm not even gonna like hold that against him too hard. And then you got like niggas like Dalvin. Zeke, like them niggas, you get you get on the perfect system, they run for two thousand yards. But without the perfect system, they still can make something happen. But they're not going to be the reason your team is winning. They'll be a good piece, but they're not going to be able to transcend some shit. They're not going to be able to have the whole offense built around them. All right. Like, like I really feel like the only ones who can. Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. Everybody else is a step below them, bro. And I guess it's just because they running style. Like, both of them just run so violent and aggressive, and they just trucking over shit that it's like there's there's such a force that the defense got to be equally prepared for them as they are for anything else versus, you know, other niggas are more – I don't want to say they're more versatile than Henry and Chubb, but – it's I don't, I don't I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just know that Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb are the two best running backs in the league, and then everybody else can be interchangeable with their teams. You you but there's nobody that you can swap out for Derrick Henry. There's nobody that you can swap out for Nick Chubb and get the same results or equal results. The rest of the running backs in the league, I can't confidently say that about. I feel like I feel like that boy. I mean, I guess obviously personal bias, but I feel like Dalvin Cook. This could be like the year to really like show niggas like he one of them ones. I mean, he already, if he, he stay already healthy, had, yeah, that's true. But yeah, man, I got I got I got high hopes for him this year, man. Really like prove himself. Jonathan Taylor, I never really watched the Colts play, but he was on my fantasy team going crazy. So like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm we saying. Do like, the- we can't deny Jonathan Taylor's stats at all. So that's why, like, if we do it again this year, then, I mean, he's up there with him. I'll put him right in that category. I have no problem doing it. But I just can't do it yet until you do it for multiple years. Chris Johnson ran for 2,000 yards. Man, you can't call a nigga the best running back in the league after one year. But then again, this nigga is 600 yards above the next leading rusher, bro. Like that, we can't disregard that neither. Yeah. Nigga, Derrick Henry averaged 117 yards per game. Jonathan Taylor, 106 yards per game. Nick Chubb and Dalvin both 89 yards per game. So I mean, Jonathan Taylor might be in the conversation. It's just he's only had one year, but he was a rookie, so. I know who I thought was gonna be like the guy running back, but it's 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 still possible. But I don't know if it's gonna happen. Uh, that boy AJ Dillon for the Packers. Man, that nigga too slow, man. Bruh, he can't hit the so, hole. So peep this, bro. Like 
when I was in prep school, right, he like he I think he, so he went to like I think it's Lawrenceville Academy. So he, he he did like his whole high school like tenure, you know, in the in the little New England prep school. You know, I think that was, I think that actually was in like Jersey or whatever near there. But you know, he went to like a, a boarding school. But I remember like when I was at during the prep school, bro. That's all they would talk about was like, bro, this nigga AJ Dillon's a beast, bro. And I watched the nigga highlights. Man, when I tell you, Chris, there was not a run less than twenty yards on this man tape, like. He was just running through it. And I, and I kind of dismissed it. I'm like, but he good, but it's like, you feel me? I'm already peeping the competition up here a little weaker because, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a private school, you know, so you're not really, you know what I'm saying? It's not, the competition not as, like, you know what I'm saying? Not as strong as, like, being from, like, a Florida or Texas or, you know, just, a you know, somewhere out, like, outside of the other parts of the country. But then he get the ball to college, and I'm like, okay, he's still kind of dominating. Like, all right. If he if he doing it in college, bro, I'm feeling mean, I like his chance in the league. But like so far, it's just like, I mean, I guess he's been hype, but he, you know what I'm saying? He still need to like prove prove himself. Man, I feel like that nigga. He not he not enough of a receiving threat to stand beside Aaron Rodgers. Man, he gotta he too one dimensional as a running back. And they already got Aaron Jones, who is a decent receiver. So he'd be a nice change of pace from Jones. But, I mean, I guess they could have a Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb situation eventually. But, I mean, you know they only really give running backs that first contract. Then if them niggas ain't, if them niggas ain't motherfucking transcendent by year five, they ass more than likely gone, replaced. Well, and then yeah, even if they not if they not a first rounder, they don't even get that fifth year. They only get four years, which I think Dylan was a second rounder. Oh shit! Let me see. AJ Dylan. This shit not saying shit, man. You talking about wait? What you looking up? Uh, if when he was drafted, yeah, it was round two, pick sixty-two. That's what I figured. I thought it was a second round pick because I, I somewhat remember when he was drafted. Because I do remember his like nigga. Was you talking about his prep school tape or his Boston College tape? Because I was say I do remember his Boston College tape. That boy's like I'm pretty sure he was in the running for the Heisman his last year. His, I was talking about his prep school tape at first. Bruh. So, okay, I just I looked it up. He went to Lawrence Academy, which is actually, yeah, it's in Massachusetts. And, bruh, he, like, this nigga was, like, unstoppable. Like, it was either, like, bruh, niggas just wasn't catching him or, like, niggas was getting in front of him and he was just trucking him. Like, I'm like, bruh, it's like if you go on NCAA 14 and, like, you put it on, like, the easiest setting. And you just doing all type of like all type of shit in the playbook, bro. And everything is like plus 50, 100 yard touchdown, like crazy, like bro. That nigga was balling, bro. And I think he 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 was like a high school All American too. So, but like he, I just remember like him. He was brawling as hell for a high school little. That's another thing that kind of stood out. Like, even now he like he like down there two fifty. So, but yeah, man. Oh yeah, decent segue. They said your boy showed up to camp. 260 pounds and unimpressive. Right, and he, and called, 
top ten running back in the league. Bro, Fournette, like oh, he got an interesting career because it's like he like he is a very clutch player, but like his his whole resume is like under. He show up when it count. Right. But when it yeah. don't count, that boy fucking off. And also, bro, like I was watching something like there's a video of him training like this offseason, bro. The nigga was hand cleaning like three fifty. Like he's like it's like he big, but he's he not like he's strong. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, bro. Like two sixty as a running back is kind of kind of crazy, bro. Because even Bettis was only like two fifty. So, hey, you remember when we was in like fourth grade, bro? Texas A and M had this fat ass running back. The nigga name was Javorski. Oh, I know exactly you talking about. I know exactly. Javorski <laughs> Lane, boy, that boy had me convinced I was gonna get a scholarship as a running back. I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> boy, it was an inspiration, man. For two months, by the time football season rolled back around, well, conditioning season, I should say, rolled back around. Straight lineman once again. <laughs> oh man, he he might have been. I know what I think it was. Remember, like back then, fullback position was a little thing. So, like, and fullback still got the ball a decent amount of times, depending on the scheme. So, like, that's like that's probably why you know what I'm saying. Like, it was, it was that, that nigga was their running back, man. That nigga was getting all the carries, carrying that shit, boy. Which that shit just reminded me of some other shit, but it just left my head that quick. Damn. What the fuck was I about to say? Oh, oh yeah. That nigga, uh, how the hell the NFL let Peyton Hillis snap like that that one year, bruh? <laughs> Wait, wasn't Peyton Hillis like a... um? He was a fullback, bro. Like, uh, nigga, that Ar- he went to Arkansas with Darren McFadden and Felix Jones. He was there at the same time as them, man? Yeah, he was the fullback. Darren McFadden was the starter. Felix Jones was the backup. Peyton Hillis was the third string running back and starting fullback. Wow. Yeah, that's why that Wildcat used to be so deadly, nigga. <laughs> hey, but you know who I just got him mixed up with? Remember, you remember Toby Gerhardt from Stanford? Oh, hell yeah. Bro, that nigga was a Heisman finalist, bro. Like, <laughs> only because he was white, man. That nigga was black. Nobody would have gave a fuck. I he was guess, just the first man. white running back in a minute. Bro, like, it's so many, like, unicorns in this football shit, bro. It's and then like... the fucked up part about Toby Gerhardt is they didn't give, like, Christian McCaffrey should have won the Heisman, but. I'm pretty sure them boys had PTSD from Toby Gerhardt, so they didn't get that shit to him. Like, like, nah, we ain't about to get this shit to him. And then he go to the NFL and be like Toby Gerhardt. I forget who won the Heisman over Christian McCaffrey, but I remember the first play of that bowl game, that boy took that kickoff back. I was like, oh, yeah, this nigga should have <laughs> won the Heisman, boy. I don't give a fuck who it was, unless it was Lamar. But I don't think it was Lamar. Nah, I think Lamar a little bit younger than McCaffrey. Like Lamar, all right. So McCaffrey like slightly older. 
had it. It could have been. Um, was it? Minnesota? I was gonna say either him or like Derrick Henry or somebody like that. Oh yeah, it was. It was Derrick Henry. Yeah, man, McCaffrey should have beat that boy, but I don't care. It was between McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Deshaun Watson. Oh, fuck yeah. Derrick Henry was not supposed to win that shit that year. I remember. I remember, bro. I was not happy Derrick Henry won that shit. That boy took the bird. I think it was uh, Stanford versus Iowa. That nigga McCaffrey whooped Iowa's ass, boy. (laughs) Single-handedly, man. That like, bro, that every other touch this nigga was gone. Let me see. Christian McCaffrey versus Iowa. Damn, they beat their ass 45-16. This nigga McCaffrey was not playing with him, bro. My God. Hold on. Let me let me see what he did. Let me see what he did. 18 carries, 172 yards. God damn. Four receptions, 105 yards. Nah, that, nah that's, that's, that's <laughs> better disrespectful, bro. He got four catches for 105 as a running back. It did motherfucking uh, pump return for a touchdown. That nigga was out there, Reggie Bushing him for real, bro. And Iowa was ranked number five, but it was the Rose Bowl anyway. So, nigga, dick them niggas, man. But shit, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man, I can't really think of none. I feel like we covered a good amount. I, you know, what I'm saying I like the, I like how the pod started off with the, you feel me, the. The, the the deep the deep dive sort of what is this? <laughs> what is this? Nah, wait, what? Chris, what are you playing right now, bro? Hold on, hold on. All right, there it is, there it is. I never heard that first part of this shit before, but I want to play one mic and this popped up. Shout out my dog, Ray J, man. I gave you my heart. I ain't gave Ray J my heart, but I'm talking about. Hey, that just threw me all the way off. I'm like, bro, where is he taking this shit? Shout out Ray J. Yeah. No. Bro, like who is you telling? I was just thinking that shit. Like, hold on, man. This shit don't sound as crisp. Like, it don't even sound like Ray J. This sound like a cover of Ray J. Oh, 
Okay, this part sounds familiar, but this don't sound like yeah, And he hit the same. That's enough of that. <laughs> this was episode 83. Shout out Ray J. I'm going to have him perform that shit at my wedding. If I had one wish. Yeah, you know. Shout out everybody that participated in this pod, man. We somehow kept it on the serious topic for literally the whole first hour. I don't understand how we managed to do it, man. The growth, the maturity. You got to love man. it. Right, hey, Chris, I'm uh, your boy is probably driving to uh, Virginia. So if I like, if I pass, depending on what route I take, if I pass through Columbus, I'll let you know. For sure, but, for sure. Yeah, man, I'm gonna try to get up out of here next week, man. Because basically, these uh, like the the company, like they, it's like a little relocation package, and like I had the option to get the car shipped, but like they, these niggas still ain't gave me like a definite date. So it's kind of like you know what I mean. I'm trying to yeah. get up there before I start. So I'm like, man. This one, I'll just drive and then like they'll reimburse me for like the like I guess the trip or whatever in terms of like it's like so many cents per mile. So yeah, I'm probably gonna drive out there, man. So hopefully I pass through Columbus, man. How long to drive? I know when we go from here to my grandpa's hometown, which I'm not sure how far that is from Norfolk, but it is in Virginia. That shit usually eight hours. So I'm imagining you probably looking at at least ten. I want to say it's like 11, 12. I know it's like, it's a total of like, it's almost 800 miles. So. Oh, that's. That's going to be that, light, bro. Yeah, I think that's like from here to Orlando. Yeah, so. I want to say. That's about right. Because I know, Tally, I think Tally is like 600 miles from Columbus to Tally. But I, I don't know. It might be 800. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it should be a smooth drive, especially now that it's the summer. You don't really got to worry about the elements all like that other than rain, which that's what you got windshield wipers for. Exactly. Yeah, definitely let me know if you're going to swing through the city or not, man. This was episode 83, the Enlightenment Pod, man, for you foolish mules out there. That's <laughs> running with your head cut off or running like a chicken with your head cut off. We got you. We're going to bring you the knowledge you need to elevate. They don't understand. They don't want to see me on top. <laughs>